When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Seven hours, 25 minutes. Welcome in, everybody. Happy, happy Thursday, Friday Eve. Last day of November, 2023. Sports Take, Rob Ellis, Tone to Shields. Tone, what's up, my man? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. You brought up a very good point just now. The last day of November, November 30th. Tomorrow is December 1st, which leads me to a question I have for you, Rob, before we get started into the sports content. What has been or is your greatest christmas memory oh wow um no matter how big no matter how small what's your greatest or maybe the most significant let's say significant i'll give you i'll give you two things that i that were that were cool i got when i turned one not that i remember this but i remember the ensuing years when i turned one i got a puppy who uh lived until he was 17 so i had him from one wow Yes. Yeah. Basically the, actually he lived, I was 17. So he was 16. The next, yeah. 16 years I had him, my man, Willie. Um, So that was cool. I would say the most significant one I had was the first Christmas when we had our son, I would say would, would be the most significant one. That was pretty cool. That's awesome. That was pretty. That's cool. beautiful, man. How about That's you? Beautiful. I don't think I don't, I don't think I have anything to chop. Uh, I don't think I have well, we're not chop, you know, having a son, but, but yeah, what would it be for you? No, no, I got you. But, um, the first thing that comes to mind, because I actually didn't really think about this at all. This is very uh, spontaneous for me asking yeah. this. The first thing that comes to mind was me getting, I want to say, my first big boy bike. Yes. You know what I mean? No, you know, no training wheels. It was it, it was like a 
Roy or navy blue with like it was kind of chrome with like this it was like it was like a reflective electric blue you know what i mean and it had a yep. uh, had like these platinum looking pogos on all you know on, on all fours you know what i mean it was a, it was yes. a four by four pogos yes. and um yeah man it was just it was just a hell of a time and that same christmas uh my parents got me a guitar and I and, and, and remind you, you got a bike I, I, and a guitar on the same. That's a that's a Christmas, right? Yeah. There, and, and remind you, I I was not and still am not musically inclined at all. But it was cool, and I and yeah. I think what I appreciate appreciated about the most was the fact that my parents were trying to um Broad give me options, horizons, yeah, yeah. horizons, give me options, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Let me know that you know you can you can do whatever. You know, we're, you know, we got your back and it was, uh, it was pretty cool. That's probably my most significant. That's good, ever. man. That's a good yeah. Christmas. How old yeah, were you? Pretty cool. Oh man. If I had to put a number on it, I, I was, I had to be no older than maybe nine or 10. Okay. That's no a good, yeah. A guitar yeah. and a bike are pretty sweet. That's a, that's a good Christmas, man. Right yeah. There. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Good. Good stuff. Hope everybody's doing well. Appreciate you guys. Tyler. Tampa Eagle, Fandalorian, MC, Philly 07, Kevin, Jim G, Mo, Bry Guy, Teresa. Hope you guys are all doing great out there. If I missed anybody, uh, jump back in into the mix and I'll, I'll hit you, hit you up. But uh, yeah, we're we're close. We're getting there. We're up to Thursday now. What you really start honing in on here are a couple of things at this point. You start honing in on injuries and and specifically for the Eagles, there's some concerns here. Um Absolutely. Did not practice yesterday, Zach Cunningham. Now, Jeff McClain reported that he's not going to play on Sunday. So I'm not surprised by that one um, with that hamstring. And it could be a couple of weeks at least. What's up, Anthony? Um, Fletcher Cox didn't practice yesterday either with that groin. That's a real legit concern. Um, mm. I'm not surprised about Goddard. Justin Evans has been out for a long time. They're the other guys. But, yeah, I, I worry about Goddard. And I worry about what this is going to look like without Cunningham. With, with Christian Ellis, you know, stepping in there. He's, he's a backup and a special teamer. And you're, you may be asking him to do some things in coverage that he is not capable, or at least we haven't seen him be capable of doing. So right. that's a real thing. It's a real thing, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm concerned on, on the defensive side. And we're going we're gonna to get into, yeah. you know, our concerns more specifically as the show goes. But, yeah, I'm concerned about some of these injuries, man. Fletcher Cox, Zach Cunningham. Uh, Zach Cunningham has been playing really well. Um, or playing as well as we can expect him to play, all things considered. And then, you know, with him being out, I kind of expected that the Philadelphia Eagles would try some big nickel concepts, essentially th essentially having three safeties on the field and, you know, and key passing downs. So that means likely if they do have three safeties on the field, you might see uh, Reed Blankenship, Kevin Byard, and Sidney Brown, who mm -hmm. still is very um, um, very green. Yes. You know, um, he 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 still doesn't know what he doesn't know yet. So uh, this is going to be really interesting to see. Um, we, you know, we talked we talked off air about Shaq Leonard as well. So he's still being uh, an option, but he's going to make his decision this weekend. So obviously, um, you know, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I mean, we, yeah, we don't know where I, I, either way he's not going to be playing this weekend for the Eagles right. one way or the other. Right. right? Uh, that much we know as far as Shaq Leonard goes. And yeah, you're right. He the, the report is. He visited Dallas Tuesday, Philly Wednesday. He'll make a decision this weekend. So either way, I think you'll see him in one of those two uniforms next week. If yeah. if the workouts want, we're assuming 
this is all just up to him. We don't know that the teams felt good about the work. You know what I mean? Like, we just don't know ultimately uh, where it is. With well, his you know, if the fact that it's, it's, it's been reported that he'll make his decision this weekend means that both teams, in my opinion, have made some pretty competitive maybe. offers. Yeah, maybe. Right. Maybe. I yeah. mean, you know, if, if, if it was one of those things where, you know, I, I personally feel like if there weren't competitive offers, he would have probably signed that day. Yeah. Or maybe, or maybe tomorrow, whatever it may be, but maybe, mm-hmm. you know, but it has to mean something that, you know, it's, it's, it's being reported that he'll make his decision, you know, on uh, over over the weekend, but we'll yeah. see how this thing pans out, man. I, we'll I think the Eagles have you know have the leg up in, in the negotiations, though. So. Yeah, because he played when when Sirianni was in Indianapolis. He, you know, they he coached there, and and when when Leonard was playing, so those two definitely have a good connection there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he he praised them, uh, you know, up and down did Sirianni. So uh, yeah, I mean, I think the other the other thing that we're seeing as the week unfolds, Tony, we talked about this a little bit yesterday, is you know while the Niners are still yapping. The Eagles aren't taking the bait at all. Um, you know, I, I it, it probably took a lot for James Bradbury yesterday when he was asked specifically about being called trash by Debo Samuel to not, you know, bite into the apple. And I give him a lot of props because that had to be hard for him. And there wouldn't be anything sweeter in my estimation than a either a Bradbury pick or a Bradbury pick six in this game. I, I mean, uh, and an Eagles win. He gets a pick and they win. Man, Oh, would that not be the ultimate just revenge and sticking it to? I mean, that would be awesome if that happened. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm it's it's so funny. Bradbury in, in in that interview, it looked like he was holding back from, from laughing. You can tell he was kind of mm-hmm. just trying to like, you know, play it cool. And, and, and there was a moment where he just kind of looked at, I think he looked at one of the reporters and he just cracked, or maybe somebody was walking in the background and, you know, they knew what they were talking about and he just couldn't help but laugh. But, Bradbury is the kind of guy that he doesn't really, he doesn't really take the bait in any in any capacity. Um, he's a pro's pro, um, plays the game cleanly, um, is a professional. Um, I didn't expect any, I didn't expect anything less from him. If I'm being quite honest, um, it was pretty on brand. Mm-hmm. Now, it was even it was even more interesting when he said, "Yeah, I kind of wish he would have used a different word." <laughs> <laughs> that that yes. that was yeah. that was the kicker for me. Yeah. So, I mean, clearly it's like, okay, it is what it is, but he knows that doesn't mean anything. Talk is cheap, like Hassan Reddick said. Yes. Talk is cheap, man. Exactly. We, 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 exactly. we can say what we want, feel what we want, but at the end of the day, lace them up, strap them up, and we're going to find out. Yeah, and uh, Hassan said, yeah, line that bleep up is, is the way Hassan put it, which I like. I like mm-hmm. that. Um, yeah, and, and I think everybody's handled it. Like, like my lot, I thought, handled it really well. They asked him, um, he was on WIP, and they said to him, did you hear all the yapping that, that Debo was doing last year? He said, I was in Arizona getting ready for a game. I I, I didn't hear that. <laughs> like, that is such a, a subtle boom. I love it. Yeah, I mean it's perfect, right? I'm, I'm like, um, you know what? I was kind of busy. They weren't, but I was I was kind of tied up in some things. I love that kind of approach, man. It's perfect. of course, man. Because at the end of the day, like their mindset, it's so flawed. It's so toxic. You 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 were robbed. You feel like you feel like you didn't yeah. get what you deserved. That kind of mindset is dangerous for people yeah. who are trying to achieve great things. When you think you deserve something rather than having to earn it the harder way, come on, man. How can I respect you? you I know, agree now with you. I respect your talent without a shadow of that. You're talented. Oh, you got you, you got you guys are high IQ players over there. You guys play the game at the highest level. You guys, you guys are at the top of your craft for a reason. But when you have a mentality like that, 
I can't respect the man. I can't respect the competitor. Yeah. I, I don't know. What do you think about that? I think you're, I think they're the crux of all other issues is fundamentally flawed. Like at, at, at the, at the core of this thing, their whole issue is we would have beaten the Eagles had Purdy stayed healthy. Like, first of all, you have no idea if that's the case. You have no idea. The Eagles put up 31 on you, right? I didn't see Brock Purdy playing defense. Okay. Exactly. So, I, mean, you know, I can understand. I, I can understand. You, you bring up a very good point, actually. I can understand that they, if the Eagles won 17 7. Right. You know what I mean? Or even or, then, or, though, Tone, it's weak because here's the thing. First of all, you there's no would. There's could have maybe beaten the Eagles had he stayed healthy. But you have no idea if that's the case. And the other, the other flawed premise of the whole thing is how their guy was knocked out because of their own incompetence. Mm-hmm. Because your coach chose to use a tight end because your tight end couldn't block Hassan Reddick, your quarterback got hurt. That's it. There's no other transitive properties that you need to go through here. It's I mean, as cut and dry as it gets. You couldn't also, execute, you're, you're, and sorry, you got your guy hurt. Same, like let's say this. Let, let's say that Nick went with Stoll or or Grant Calcaterra mm-hmm. to try and block Nick Bosa, and Nick B- Bosa blows up Jalen. Them's the breaks, man. Like right. that's the way it goes, dude. And I'm looking, and if, if and if it's us, I'm looking, I'm looking at Nick Sirianni. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? Exactly. You never, you, you never block a top tier edge rusher with a tight end, a backup right. tight end at that. Are you smoking dope? Yeah. You know what I mean. And look again, right? The fact of the matter is, like you said, there's there's this there's this mindset, there's this entitlement, right? Should have, right? And I wouldn't even have a problem with them saying, you know, if Brock Purdy hadn't got hurt, we, we probably we probably would have been in a better position to um, win that game. That's yeah. that's 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 logic, right? That, that's yep. that's fair. You know, yeah. yes, if your starting quarterback is in, of course you're going to be in a better position to win the game. So I'm never I'm not going to be mad at a guy saying that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if certain if certain things would have happened, we definitely would have been put in a better position. To me, that to me that's saying that you know you're not saying you deserve something, but you just kind of wish things would have played out a little differently. Yeah, and like if they're I can, if they're, I can respect that mantra, part of it. If their mantra all week was. Man, we can't wait to get going and have it to have our guy in there and see what this looks like now with our guy. Okay, fine. I mean, all right, bring it on. Let's go. Let's see what happens. But the, you know, and then they they're blaming the refs too. You know, that's the other part of this thing for for, for the penalties that they, they had. Need more to shut the hell up. It's honestly. like I know. And and the thing is, if it was just noise from fans and media, that's fine. That's what goes on all the time. But it's their players and their coach fed into it too, and. and I, I, again, I know he's not there anymore. Robbie Gold's gone, and uh, Moody is their kicker. But Robbie Gold calling Jalen Hurts a system quarterback is like, dude, you're a kicker, man. You you just be quiet and be yeah. thankful for every penny you've gotten from this league. Okay, nobody wants up. to hear from you, dude. No one. Right. No one. Like some like some people don't even think kickers are actual football players. They think they're just, you know, skilled guys. Right, and I don't – like, Jake Elliott's a football player as far as I'm concerned. But, but right, right. I don't but, want to but, hear but, Jake Elliott's opinion on somebody exactly. else's quarterback. I don't want to hear Jake, Jake Elliott's opinion on anything. Yes. Anything. Other than kicking. Of, other, other than kicking. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is our guy, right? I don't want to yeah. hear Jake Elliott's opinion on the, 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 the trash talk, nothing. Right. Because all he's responsible for is kicking that ball between those, between those two yellow poles. That's all he has to do. <laughs> yellow is, poles. Like, 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 come on, man. Like, this is, this is, this, this is what I'm talking about, Rob. This is why it's hard for me to respect, you know, the fan base and respect their players as, as competitors and as yep. men. 
right? I respect their games, yeah, right? And I'm able to, and I, and I think as humans, we should be able to compartmentalize things like that, right? I respect your skill set, I respect what you're capable of, but I don't respect you as a man or or or, or as a competitor. And that's and that's just the fact that the matter is for me, right? I was never raised to think that I deserve anything under any circumstance, yeah, under any circumstance, right? And I'm and I'm sure there are many instances where I've been counted out or I haven't I haven't gotten a fair shake. But at the end of the day, I don't. I've never operated under this assumption that I deserve something. Yeah, you're un, you're owed. There's there's not an entitlement. Yeah, oh yeah, owed. Like what? Yes. What are we talking about? Yeah, it's there insane. Is no yeah, there's no owed. Um. So yeah, it's all of that has added up. Look, and, and there's there's two sides to this tone. It would be the, and I'll even say this as a card carrying cowboy hater. Okay, it uh, in my opinion, other other than playoffs and Super Bowl. Okay, let me be clear. I'm talking regular season. This would be as sweet as it gets in terms of a regular season win, mm-hmm. with every with all of this buildup. Right, it would be as sweet as it gets to stick it right up their ass. It really would. Okay, the flip side of this is you lose this and have to listen to them, dude, it is going to be torturous. And I know the Eagles got to get on to the Cowboys next week and all that, but I'm just telling you, you lose to them and it justifies in their head, even though it's bogus, you know, last year was fake and all this other stuff. It's like, it, it, it is going to be a tough pill to swallow losing this thing. Yeah, it will. It definitely will. And best believe, you know, I'm going to have a hard time, you know, dealing with it because every week I'm hanging on by a thread. You know what I mean? Um, Philadelphia Eagles are ten and one, but me personally, every week I'm 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 one loss away from, you know, jumping off of a cliff. So, <laughs> Static City, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, f- football season always has me in this um in this mood or this mindset, sort of right? manic state. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, I'm I'm always I'm always teetering, you know, from the crazy. <laughs> there's house. nothing level. You're 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 on a seesaw, man. You're right. high. You're low. There's no, there's no like you know you try and get it balanced where neither neither mm-hmm. neither person's feet are touching the ground. You're like, oh look, we're right. My here. wife that- hates this part of the year. <laughs> she hates this part of yeah, the year. Yeah. Every time we get close to this part of the year, <sighs> she just says, "All right." Are we going to do this differently next year, or you know, <laughs> no? And the answer I, is no. We're not right. Right. What should I? What should I be prepared for? I am. I am my most on edge during football season. I don't care how good my team is. Yeah. I am the most on edge during football season because the scarcity. Right. This game is on one. Like it's not like it's the NBA where you lose on Monday, you probably play on Wednesday or Tuesday. You could bounce back. Right. Yeah. In, in, in the NFL, if your team loses, you got to sit with it all week. Uh huh. You got to sit with it, and for me, it. It mess it messes with my taste buds. It mess yeah. it, it messes with the way I I breathe. <laughs> messes with the way I see things. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's yeah. listen, man. I am I am a maniac when it comes to uh football. I'll be honest with you, especially Philadelphia Eagles. Yes. I, I listen, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I think we're all and I mean this in, in a loving way, in a good way. I think we're all out of our mind this week. Even even no, as, we're psychos. It's okay. Yeah, we're psychos. We're sickos. As, as Bradley yeah, Cooper. Sickos. I like that. I, like I love the we're Bradley sickos. Cooper thing when he, he was asked by Howard Stern. Did you hear this, by the way? Yes. We yes. I saw it. I loved so, it. So Bradley Cooper's got a new movie out called The Maestro. He plays Leonard Bernstein, the conductor and musician. All right. And <laughs> he directed it, uh, I think, helped write it and produce it, and he's starring in it. Right. So Howard Stern says to him, You know, this is a Sophie's choice. You, you got, you, you can either get best director. And best actor, your two two Oscars, or the Eagles win a Super Bowl. And before Stern could get the sentence out, Eagles Super Bowl. And he says, Yeah, I know I'm a sicko. And we're all, you know it. You know, 
it takes one to know one. And we're all, you know, DNA sickos when it comes to this, which is perfect, which is I wouldn't want it any other way, man, other than to be a sicko. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when I was, you know, when I was, you know, incubating in the womb, I'm pretty sure there was some sort of um, I'm sure there was some sort of eagle colored or whatever just being weaved into my DNA. This eagle, this midnight green thread just being weaved yeah. into my yeah. DNA, man. And um, yeah, uh, I'm a sicko. I'm a psycho. I'm a sociopath. I'm all those things. I'm all those things when it comes to Philadelphia Eagles. OK, I am unstable. Yeah. I'm a yeah. live wire. Well, I think I think the other thing, Chuck makes an interesting point. All of this is on the heels of losing a Super Bowl that you were up 10 at the half. So understand, like, you're already frayed. You're already in a frayed kind of status. And now you got all of this, all these shots fired, you know, the, the snipers from, from San Francisco are, 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 are dropping, you know, all over the place, shots on you. And it's like, do you understand who who we are? Like we're already nuts, and we're we've had our hearts ripped out, which means we're even crazier. It's just it's it's made for a. I've told you, man, from Monday it's been nuts, and we always yeah. get a couple days of grace coming off a big win. Not this week. Buffalo yeah. was that page was turned and ripped out in two seconds, and it was on to the Niners. That's a great that's a great pull by you. You're absolutely right. Like that Buffalo win lasted every bit of. 24 hours that was about yeah. it and now we're on to the 49ers you know what's going to be so interesting about these next two games for, for the philadelphia eagles going against going up against the niners and the cowboys they are going to be facing two teams in back-to-back weeks that are coming off of substantial rest dallas plays tonight right against seattle they're going to essentially have what 10 days in 10 days rest yeah no literally they'll have 10 they're and, and they're and they're staying home, Tone. So they'll be 10 days off with 10 days off. They were home for and they're staying home. home this game, and they're staying home. So incredibly exactly. well rested and not having to jump on a plane. And then the Niners, they have 10 days rest. Granted, they have to travel across cross country, right? But 10 days rest. So back to back weeks, the Philadelphia Eagles got a, you know, they played the Chiefs in a tough one in the rain. Yeah. Played the Bills in a tough one in the rain. And then also both both between Chiefs and um, Bills, that was a short week. Hmm. And then and then on top of that, you got a couple of the fact that they played 95 snaps in that Bills game, um, north of 70 plus snaps uh, in that Chiefs game. Yep. And you, then you got to play a physical team like the 49ers at home. And then you got to go on the road and play Dallas. These this four game stretch is going to test the, the Philadelphia Eagles more than just physically. It's going to test them mentally as well. Yeah. Oh, no question. I, but the thing about they've answered every bell so far. Now, I, I know the, the the people would say, all right, well, eventually, you know, it's going to, you know, you're going to, you're going to go down, but uh, they've answered every bell so far. And I really think that in a lot of ways, man, like they're impervious to a lot of the sort of usual distractions that get teams. What I mean by that is uh, this team's on more rest than the Eagles. The Eagles are tired. They played a ton of minutes uh, last week you know, all, all the yapping, like they're, they're pretty, you know, like focused, man. Uh, they're about as good a focused team as I've, I can remember. Did you, this was unbelievable. So Ruben, did you see Ruben Franks? Well, I lost your audio, Rob. Reed Blankenship played 63 snaps or 116 snaps on, on Sunday. 
116. Because he was special teams as well, right? Sorry? Is he counting his special team snaps, I'm assuming? Yes. I mean, that is, dude, that's nuts. So, but um, again, I'm not worried. He's a young guy. I think he'll be fine. I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying that game called for a lot. There was a lot taken out of these guys. You had uh, Davis at like 25 more snaps. You had uh, uh, Carter at a ton more snaps than they're accustomed to. And again, good thing they're all young and all that. And both of those guys play special teams, Jordan Davis and Carter. So, you know, yeah, Carter whatever, whatever block field goal. Yep, whatever exactly. snaps you think they played on defense, add about maybe 15 more snaps on special teams. Mm-hmm. Maybe 10 or 15 snaps. Um, another thing, right? Excuse me. Another thing is, although everything you were saying is very true about the mental fatigue, the physical fatigue, um, you know, the level of competition, what it takes out of you, right? Everything we're saying is spot on. But here's the stabilizer, Jalen Hurts. Yep. Jalen Hurts is the ultimate stabilizer. You know, he he uh, he he is the strongest ibuprofen on the market, <laughs> and um, he he just has this calmness that you cannot bet against. And I firm teams follow teams will follow you wherever you take them for the most part. Yep. And if they're fearless leader is showing signs of stability, composure, and that he's not he's not daunted by um you know the vigors of a season and he's constantly just keeping the main thing the main thing. It it, it permeates to the rest of the roster. It, it it bleeds off. Yep. Right. And again, you know, I always bring this I always bring this up with you, but I because I think it matters, right? You know, we you and I both have been around people who um no matter the circumstance, no matter how tough things have gotten or how rocky things have gotten, yep. if they're calm, Hey, I, I agree with you. Nothing I'm, else matters. I'm, yeah, nothing else matters. If they're calm, okay, I believe that we're in a good place. Yes, yeah, I agree. And he's look, he's been so good at that. Uh, really, he's had to deal with it since the college days. So uh, there, there's no question how big that is. All right, so uh, I'll hit you with the Eagles question of the day. And everybody want to jump in here on the chat, please do. Uh, what concerns you most about this game, Tone? From an Eagles perspective, what has you most concerned about this game? This game, if you had to, if you had to put your finger on one, what would it be? One thing. I know the easy answer is pass defense, but I'm going to take it a step further. Um, I'm concerned about third down defense because two weeks in a row you've had the same amount of drives as the opponent, but they've trumped you in terms of um, offensive plays by more than double digits, mm-hmm. and. Um, you, you you can't allow a team like San Fran to constantly march up the field on you because they're going to put points on the board. Um, you have to find a way to get them off. You have to find a way to knock them off rhythm, um, get get them off the field, especially when you have them in third and 10, third and 11, third and 12, right? Third and 15. When you have them in those situations, you have to get them off the field. You know, you can't, you can't allow teams to convert those kind of downs. It's deflating. It's deflating. And um, knowing like third down defense is, is going to be even more important than ever. It's going to be two things that are going to be important for the Eagles because of everything we mentioned prior, right? Because of the mental fatigue, because of the defensive fatigue, third down defense and third down offense is going to be so important for the Philadelphia Eagles because they're going to have to, in order to keep their defense fresh or, or as fresh as possible, the offense is going to have to sustain drives. Mm-hmm. And then if the defense wants to get off the field and preserve themselves as much as possible, they go, they're going to have to be – immaculate on third down and look you're not going to stop them every time on third down it's it's, it's just the nfl right and the 49ers are a great team 
But if you can, if 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 they have 15 third down opportunities, man, um, you gotta you gotta find a way to only allow them to convert maybe three or four of them. You know, I know that's tough sledding, but you know, these these teams, Eagles and 49ers, I think they're they're in the top, they're in the upper echelon of third down conversion rate. What, yep. what are they with like 45 and 50 percent respect respectively? Yeah. So um bottom line is you gotta have them play below their average on third down. It's going to be important to keep to get these guys off the field and mm-hmm. to keep your offense on the field. Yeah, what about you? I, look, I, I think it's fair. I mean, look, I, I, I would, I would, I would concur with that. I think the third down thing. Just to give you an example, so um, the Eagles are thirtieth in red down uh, in, in third down efficiency. That's really bad. Okay, Niners aren't great. Niners are twenty first. Just, just oh, okay. If they're twenty first and we're thirty, what are the what are the actual numbers? So the Eagles are forty five percent at getting off the field. Niners are thirty nine point eight at getting off the field. Okay. So it, you know, it's, it's, that's, it, it's, that's a decent difference. You know, I, yeah. I would say I, I, neither one or anything that to write home about, but the Eagles have been worse. And the, the problem you have is because you're shorthanded on defense and you're keeping these guys, you're staying, you're not able to get off the field. You're playing more snaps already because you have injuries and you're playing more snaps simply because you're on the field more time of possession was almost a, a full quarter more in the Buffalo game. For example, so guys are wearing down and you worry about what that looks like tone as the season goes on too. You know, I don't know what effect that overtime game and the injuries are going to have in this San Francisco game, but I know it's, you've got to be able to get off the field. So, you know, it leads to a lot of things. You're, you're wearing yourself down. The other team's probably scoring if they're, if they're sustaining drives or at least getting three or seven. So that's one of the big things. And we'll, and we'll get into this later, but um, takeaways are a big problem. San Fran's number one. In the NFL, they're plus 11. Eagles are minus three. They're 19th. So there's a huge disparity there. Um, They have got to be cleaner offensively with the ball, and they have got to start getting more takeaways. Maybe the Bradbury pick is a good sign of where things are going, uh, marching forward here. But that also is is a byproduct of not getting to the quarterback enough. They're They're doing a great job with pressures. Some of this is you played Allen and Mahomes, who are like magicians sometimes. They, they, they don't get sacked. It's just, it's just that simple. Both of those right. guys, I think, had about maybe twelve or thirteen sacks between the, um, uh, respectively, uh, when you know entering those games. And they, in both games, that you only sacked them once a piece. Exactly. So Purdy, while he gets it out quick, and that's a that's a huge thing. He does. He gets it out quick. If he doesn't get a ball out quick, you must get home. That defensive line is too good. Too high paid, too many resources put into it, whatever. They've got to get home against him. Yeah, and another thing, real quick, right? Purdy, you know what? A similar game plan that they, that they deployed against the, the Dolphins will work beautifully against the 49ers. And I'll tell you why. That that Dolphins game, they understood that Tua, he's not a playmaker. What's going on is their offense is predicated on timing and him throwing the spots, right? Brock Purdy, same thing. I think Tua and Brock Purdy are very similar in their, in, in their skill sets. I think Tua is better, but I think they're similar in their skill sets. Um, same thing with Brock Purdy. It's timing with him. Everything with him is timing, rhythm, and he's throwing the spots. They're not asking him to make the throws Jalen Hurts has to make. For example, they're not asking Brock Purdy to make that throw to, uh, to, to uh, Olamide Zacchaeus. They're not asking yeah. him to do that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know um, that pl- uh, that throw that Josh Allen made to Stephon Diggs for the touchdown that 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 thing in the keyhole. They're not asking Brock Purdy to make those throws. Right. He's throwing to some pretty big windows. He's throwing spots. 
I think it's going to be important for the Philadelphia Eagles defensively to throw off his timing, even by a split second. If they can throw off his timing, um, knock off his footwork with the pass rush, the Eagles have a strong chance of winning that game because everything about Brock Purdy, everything about that offense and how they use him in that in, in that offense is about timing. He's not a playmaker. He's not going to extend plays like that. If you can, you can, you can honestly arm tackle Brock Purdy. Let's be honest. He's 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 frail. He's small. You can you 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 can you can really arm tackle him. He's going down. Yeah, I mean the 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 advantage the not not necessarily an advantage over somebody else, but the thing that he does extremely well is he reads defense as well. The play calls the the, the design of the offense is for to his strengths. Make a quick decision, get the ball out, utilize your playmakers. There's options there, whether it's Kittle, Ayuk, Debo, McCaffrey, whatever. Bup, 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 bup. That's it's all about the timing, and that's what their offense is. Therefore, you got to do a better job in coverage where it's not there, where one of those options isn't there for them, and that lets your defensive line eat. I mean, that's 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 it. I mean, they did it. Obviously, they were able to get to them last year, and it changed the 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 complete the complexion of that game totally. It's got to happen again. Yeah, it's and if you, notice, again. if you notice these past couple of weeks, the Eagles um, defenders they've been playing a lot closer to the line of scrimmage. Yep. Um, you know, typically they like to play a little far off, but you know, more often than not now, at least at least for me, um, in, in live chat, I want you guys to tell me, if you're, I, want, I want your opinion on this as well, you know, if we're saying something different. I feel like these past couple of weeks, Desai has those guys playing way closer to the line of scrimmage more often than not now. Yeah. Um, I don't, you know, I don't know if you noticed it either, but yeah. mm-hmm. um, live chat, definitely chime in. I want to I get, get your perspective on that because maybe I'm saying something different. I don't know, but I really feel like Desai has those guys playing much closer to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. he's. I think there's definitely more of an aggression uh, with him, he's never going to be some gun, sl- you know, some some wild man, Jim Johnson or Wink Martindale. But I, I think the size is a little bit more aggressive um, than his predecessor for sure. But I think more than anything else, um, you know, if you if you're asking me, I think the Eagles' offense will be fine. I do. I think the offense is going to be fine in this game. Uh, it's the defense holding up is what worries me more than anything else with these with the weaponry that they have. That that's it. I mean, that's all I can tell you. And there's some good answers here. Uh, from everybody in the chat, really good. So I, I, I think it's going to be, uh, look, I, I, like I said, I think this is going to be a meeting of the two best teams in football this Sunday. And, you know, and the good thing is it's in the Eagles house. So I, I think that's a big deal. All right, let's, uh, let's get a timeout. I'm going to throw some over unders that I set tone, uh, for you to you and to our chat. Okay. Um, in, in this game, uh, regarding the Eagles and the 49ers and how it plays out. So we'll dig into that. Uh, we'll get a little bit further into some of the other things uh, statistically that you you may con- may concern you a little bit, or some advantages that the Eagles have. We'll do that as well. Don't go anywhere. He's Tone. I'm Rob. We are Sports Take. All right, let's talk about uh, Bravo Pizza of Havertown. Been family owned since 1985. I've been going there since I was a kid. Um, they have unbelievable variety and just great, great food. Twenty different styles of pizza. They have slices to go. They have the specialized pizza, however you want it. But if you're not up for pizza, they have fresh pasta, they have sandwiches, they have wraps, they have wings, they have salads. And Bravo Pizza of Havertown is also committed uh, to the community. They have fundraisers for charities, for schools, for little leagues, where proceeds go to those organizations. You could follow them at the Bravo Pizza of on Instagram and Facebook for daily specials and promotions. They're located at 1305 Westchester Pike Manoa Shopping Center in Havertown, Pennsylvania. 1305 Westchester Pike Manoa Shopping Center, Havertown. Give them a call, 610 610- 446-3810-610-446-3810. Bravo Pizza of Havertown.
I remember getting my heart broken when they lost the Super Bowl in 2004. We were big Eagles fans. We moved to South Philly because of the Eagles. When they won, we went straight to Broad Street and uh, everybody was going nuts over there. And it was just a, a memory that you'll never forget. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Champions on three. One, two, three. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. We're here to show you a better way to spend your state income taxes and get the money to where it's needed to most to the thousands of qualified kids. What we like about blocks is they really know where the need is. This program ensures that their dollars come 100% into these kids for their tuition assistance. If you are able, blocks makes the EITC piece go very quickly and very smoothly. Turn your PA state tax liability into need-based scholarships and receive a 90% tax credit. Underdog Fantasy has a way for you to play alongside your favorite football team all season long with their Fantasy Pick'em game. You pick between two to five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats, then do what you usually do on a Sunday. Watch the games. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game. And the sports betting show wants you to get involved. Go to underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up, use the promo code WIN, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code WIN. Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Google TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. And the big story on Action News. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. We're back. Yeah, we are. Uh, Sports Take. Jacob Sports YouTube Network uh, hanging out with you. You know what, Tone, can you throw the uh, the GoFundMe up, please? I should have told you the story in the break. I apologize. Uh, no, we, you're we all good. From, we'll do. We'll do. Yeah, we heard from Give our guy Gunner uh, during uh, – pre when we were actually in, our, in the midst of our pre-show 
and uh, Trish has made some improvements. His wife, uh, they have moved her out of the the hospital in the ICU into a rehab facility, and uh, she is starting to do well. So um, she's getting there. It's going to be a very long, long, long journey, but there is improvement, and that's really positive. Um, and what we're going to end up doing is Tone will, uh, and Tone's already done it. He has pinned the uh, the link in the uh, in the chat section where you can go and just click, uh, and hopefully you know we can reach our goal of fifty thousand uh, dollars raised. But but any anything you can do is great, is helpful, um, and we really appreciate it. And and you know thirty four thousand already raised speaks volumes about the the kindness of people. So uh, thank you very much to everybody who has donated. Again, there's improvement, but we got a really long way to go uh, in the journey. So, uh, and, but Derek said that Trish is in really good spirits and that's half the battle, uh, when you're, when you're trying to come back from something like this. So again, thank you everybody. And you can, you can link up, uh, right there in the chat. So thanks. Yeah. And if you guys need any, any more information again, um, just, you know, click on the link. It'll tell you everything that's going on. Yep. Uh, yeah, we spoke to D gun today, man. Um, you know, every, everyone is, um, looking on the bright side of things and that's, and that's all you can really do in moments like this, right? No question. Um, you, you know, you know, stay prayed up. Yep. Um, you know, continue to just put one foot in front of the other. And um, you know, you you do the best you can to carry the weight uh that guys put on you. Yeah. And um well said. Mm-hmm. so you know, um, we appreciate you guys for always uh locking in on the show, um, you know, keeping this thing afloat with us. And uh, you know, D Gun, we got you. So, you know, let's continue to um have some fun for him. Gotcha. Absolutely. All right. So uh as we always do, we like to to have some fun, right? And that's what we're doing. We're talking sports. Uh so so let's hit a couple things here, Tone. I always like to, to throw some over unders before game day, and we, you know, we obviously we're getting close here as it's Thursday. All right, I set these. These are not Vegas lines or anything like that. This is isn't off of any kind of sports book or whatever. I just, I this are, these are just mine to have a little fun and get a gauge of where people are. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So here we go. Over under, Jalen Hurts passing yards. All right. This is Hurts yards in the air, two hundred and twenty. You going over or under? Keep in mind, he had a very low passing yard total last year simply because they didn't need to throw the ball a ton. You know, it was a heavy run game, just a milk clock, keep him out of harm's way, et cetera. But what do you think in this one? I think this game is going to be really, really competitive. Um, I think he's going to have slightly under. Slightly under because again, Jalen Hurts. Um, he does he, he he gets it done with his legs and you know and in the air. And um, you can tell he's starting to get healthier with that knee. Um, he's starting to become more mobile. Um, they're starting to incorporate um, the, uh, you know, the quarterback runs and RPOs more so into the game, especially this these past couple of weeks in the second half when they've had these um, you know, spectacular comebacks. Um, I definitely think he's going to have a, a little bit under. And, I, and again, I don't, I don't think I don't think it's going to be drastic. I think. Uh, if 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 the over under is two twenty, I think he's going to have maybe two hundred five, and then he's going to also throw in maybe sixty um, rushing yards in there, seventy rushing yards in there. So um, that's pretty much what you know where, where I have him right now. I I think it's I think it's under, but I don't think it's much under. Um, yeah. This is a it, it's a big time defensive. I see, by the way, let me I, I see people in the chat asking who Cam Sims is. Uh, he is a wide receiver uh, who the Eagles grabbed up. He was formerly on the Commanders. Um, you know, it's it's a depth thing, and um, I wouldn't expect to see him, you know, anytime soon. I wonder if there's right. going to be an ensuing move coming. Uh, maybe somebody's off the practice squad, or I don't know what this means for Quez. Yeah. Um, really quickly, though, I do like I do like what the Philadelphia Eagles have been doing in terms of their player profile. Yeah, they've been gravitating towards these 
bigger body, lengthy uh, receivers. They bring in Julio Jones. They obviously traded for AJ Brown. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. There, there was somebody else they brought in at one point two last year. But the point is though, um, they're they're gravitating towards these rangy receivers with you know with the with the large catch radius. You know, Devontae Smith, not the tallest. He's like six feet six one. Yeah. Um, but he has long arms. Like that's the thing about Devontae that isn't talked about enough. His his range, his wingspan is 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 wide. Yeah. So um yeah, I like I like the profile that the Philadelphia Eagles have been you know have been following in terms of their receivers. Yeah. I, I mean I, I if I'm being honest, I don't I, it's a very non-impactful move. Oh no, no, you know, no, no, yeah, it's not no I obviously see a lot of people reacting in, in the chat. I wouldn't read too much into it. I don't I don't yeah, think it, it does nothing, you know, to the bottom line. Yeah. Um, all right, so I think it's going to be – I think he's going to be right in that sort of range of 220, but maybe a little bit under because I just think it's going to be that kind of game. I think it's going to be a defensive game. Um, all right, so let's stay with Hertz. One and a half rushing touchdowns. Does he find the end zone two times or less with his wheels on the ground? I'm taking over with this. Um, Jalen Hurts – if it's not the brotherly shove or if he's not, you know, getting a, a quarterback draw or RPO situation, I mean, he's he, he's going to get in the end zone twice with his legs. I think that's damn near guaranteed. Um, That's just the kind of player he is. Um, He doesn't care how he scores touchdowns. Um, He just gets them. Like you always say, he's not a shooter. He's a scorer. Yep. He just puts the ball in the hoop. I agree. I think he gets – I think he gets still. I think it, there's so many times it feels like the Eagles are right there on the one yard line or inside. You know what's coming, so that's automatic. And now they're more comfortable calling running plays for him. Clearly, I think the knee's feeling better. He's clearly so, healthier. You can see it. Yeah, and that's such a deadly play that quarterback draw, where if he's got other options off of it, where he doesn't have to take off, he can he can throw whatever. I I and maybe the RPO is is incorporated down there if you're on about the ten or whatever. Um, I I, I like that one. I think it's an over. All right, let me ask you about Hurts. One more on Hurts. Jalen Hurts rushing yards, 40 and a half. Does he get more than 40 and a half on the ground himself? Uh, yes, I'm taking the over with that. Um, I kind of, I kind of, you know, buried the lead when I mentioned his passing yards. Um, like I said, he's going to have a little under 220, but I also think he's going to um, supplement that with um, around maybe 60 uh, rushing yards. I think that's a realistic number for him, um, around 60 rushing yards. Because the thing about Jalen Hurts is, um, he doesn't always have the biggest runs running the ball. And because he does the brotherly shove, that counts as a rush. So that's going to bring the average down. Mm-hmm. But see, when you look at Jalen Hurts' attempts, you think, wow, he's running the ball that much. But, you know, in reality, it's it's like maybe about three or four quarterback sneaks um, sprinkled in there. So right. um, I think he's going to have about 60, around 60 rushing yards in that game. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if he had more. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's I think it's an under, but that does, that's not a bad thing. Uh, I really? Think yeah, because I think it's going to be more short yardage kind of stuff for him, uh, which he'll get five or six and 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 stuff like that. I, and I don't think that's a problem, honestly. I think it's going to be fine. No, no, I, yeah, yeah. but I think to yeah. your point, though, right? I mean, and you're right. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But I think, like, and, and this goes back to the health, right? He's been breaking some bigger runs these past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like True. he, True. so uh, I, I. I 40 seems right on the note. Like 40, again, that's not a bad number. That's actually a very good um, number to play around with. Um, yeah, I think he's, yeah. Unders, I mean, if, if he's under, I, it makes sense because it's short yardage. Like, so it's not blasphemous to say. Um, but I guess I think, I, I think I'm accounting for, you know, him breaking a couple big ones. Sure. So. That's good. All right, go. That, that, that's interesting. All right, let's go AJ. 
very quiet. Uh, two most quiet games uh, for him this season, back to back for sure. I'm going to set it at 75 and a half passing uh, yards, or receiving yards. Excuse me for for AJ. 75 and a half. Hmm. Yeah, this one's tough. You know what's so crazy, man? Eagles fans might kill me for this one, but I think he's going to be under. Okay. I think he's going to be under because Devontae Smith is really coming along. And I don't know. I just feel like I just feel like right now this is Devontae Smith's part of the season. It just seems it just feels like that to me. Um, and that's not taking anything anything away from AJ. Um, you know, we already said that we don't think um Hertz is gonna have uh, over 220 uh, rece- uh, passing yards. So, you know, the math has to make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, A.J. Brown's going to have his opportunities, but I just think I, I, I think Devontae Smith is going to have the. I think this is his game. I, I, I believe that. You know, so, so Devontae I'm, keeps it rolling for you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to take the under, but not by much though. Not by much. Like I wouldn't be surprised if A.J. had honestly. I wouldn't be surprised if A.J. had like two touchdowns and seventy yards. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't surprise so. And he, look, he had a touchdown last week. We tend to forget about it with all the other. You know, the, the Alameda one and, and all the other ones, you forget right. that he scored. But right. yeah, so I'm, taking I, under. I'm going over. I, I think that I think he's pissed off. Um, I think he, I don't think he's pissed off that they're winning. I don't mean that. But I think he's he, he he wants to contribute more. And I think he especially wants to do it on this stage against this team with all the yapping that they've done. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm looking at AJ to have a biggie. Um, I think he's going to be over over 75. You know, you bring up a good point because, you know, him and Debo are really good friends. They have the same agent. So. Uh, I'm pretty sure he wants to um, have a bigger game than Debo as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I didn't necessarily account for that. But, yeah, I, yeah, like I said, I think I think he's just going to have slightly under, just slightly under. Like, okay. again, I wouldn't be surprised if he had 70, 71 yards and, and two touchdowns, touchdowns which, is, which, which, is a, which is a big game. That's it's a good game. game. Yep, especially against this team. It's a big game. Yeah. All right, let's let's uh, let's let's go with Devontae. Now, you may have just answered it, but let, let's pick it back up. 60. I'm I'm only setting it at 60 and a half for him in terms of receiving yards. I'm taking the over. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I think I think is gonna have another hundred yard day. I think Devon, I think Devontae is gonna have about 112 yards, um, eight catches, um, a touchdown. You know, I think I think that I think that's about where he's gonna be. Mm-hmm. I'm rolling with that. Devontae's just he's been really big for them the past couple of weeks. He's catched a lot of clutch footballs over the past couple of weeks, you know, key third down conversions. Um, it just seems like no matter what, he knows how to get open. Mm-hmm. He finds the soft spot in the zone. Um, he's tough as nails. That dude was that that dude's infrastructure was 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 wrapped in animantium and he copper is hard wire. wired. Yeah. He's he is hardwired. That dude <laughs> is made out of animantium. That's 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 that, that's that's what that's that's Wolverine over there. You know what I'm saying? Like he he just he takes hits. Yeah, he, we've seen Devontae take some hits over the past few years, have we not? He's a pound for pound beast. Like you're gonna look pa- at him, you can say, "Ah, oh, skinny guy." What? No, dude. No. He's dense. Yeah, he's a dense dude, man. Yes. Um, a lot of people see when, when he was drafted, everyone was like, oh, "I don't know, he's wiry." I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that dude hasn't yeah. missed a game yet. No, I knock on, knock on. If I could find some, I don't know, I'll find wood somewhere. <laughs> but man, yeah. And I think he also gets a touchdown in this game. I think he keeps that that Agreed, uh, yeah. that streak kind of rolling here in that one. All right, let's go. Let's go the ground game. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, let's go. And also, Mr. really quickly, Rob. I'm sorry yeah, to cut yeah. you off. Yeah. What we, we what we need to do is we need to because we haven't done this. We need to revisit our over unders. Yes, on Monday. that Monday. 
We will, we have to, you will hold me to that because I'll forget. Yeah, yes, because please. me, I, I'm, I'm always I'm always throwing away my 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 my, my notes sometimes. So yeah. I'm gonna hold on to this, All and right. um, we gotta we gotta double back on these to see what you know what transpired. Okay. All right. Let, let's go. DeAndre Swift on the ground, uh, seventy five and a half rushing mm. yards for DeAndre. See, think? that's a good number. That is a that is a that is a a, a tough number. Um, you drive a hard bargain, Robert. You drive a hard bargain I, because um, it's kind of what he needs to do, right? I mean, it's it's like if you want to have some semblance of balance, you're going to need around that from him. Okay. Um, he had 80 against the Bills, right? Let's, let's 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 really go over this thing, right? He had 80 against the Bills. He had 76 against the Chiefs, 43 against Dallas, 57 against Washington, 62 against Miami. Mm-hmm. Two weeks in a row, he's averaged over five yards to carry. I think he's, I think he's in his bag right now. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over slightly though. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he has 76 yards again or 79. So I'm going to take the over with DeAndre Swift's um, rushing yards. I'm going, I'm, I'm going to roll with that. What about you? Okay, uh, over, uh, over. Okay, I, I think that they are going to test the middle with Hargrave. Um, I think that I think DeAndre coming off the bye week it looks fresher to me. And I think he has the ability to get outside and, and and run the ball inside too. So I think he's I think he's an over on this one. I think he gets in the 80s. Um, and that's great. I think he'll also get his fair share of passes. This could be a really big DeAndre Swift game. So I um I feel good about him. I feel really good about him. Yeah, so. you, I'm, I'm trying to think. Um, I can't remember who asked me this. Um, they 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 asked me um would I resign Swift? And I'm like, yeah, I would, but he's not going to be here though because of how 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 he handles the running back position. And on top of that, Swift is in a contract year and he's already having a career year statistically. So um, he's going to try to get the biggest paycheck he can. As I think a it's back, a tough call. I mean, here's the thing. Don't they value versatility? Someone they who could do. Run and catch. They do. And I think that's why they gave up Miles Sanders because he wasn't as versatile as he was in his rookie year. Right. So, and, I, and look, believe me, I, I don't think that they're going to give this guy 10 million a year, but I mean, two years, 8 million. Do you think it depends? And also, and I want to I want to get you I want to get your spin on this. Do you think it depends on the market as well? I do. The market I mean, for I running think, backs. Yeah, if you think about it, I think what we saw this year a couple things. Carolina made a lot of mistakes, but a huge mistake was the money they gave Miles Sanders. Um, the Colts have already locked in Jonathan Taylor, so we know mm-hmm. he's not going anywhere. There's going to be a couple guys like Saquon, I think Austin Josh Edward, Jacobs, I think Josh Jacobs, who are all going to get buku bucks. So they're going to – everything's well, well, relative. Let we'll me, let me, see. We'll let me see. rephrase that. For running backs, they're going to get paid decently, but not by everybody else's measuring stick. But the the, the thing is, I think DeAndre is going to be waiting a little while for the market to get set. Um, yeah, I, I think the Eagles uh, – I, I think they would like to bring him back, but they definitely are, are a, a, a team that draws a line with running backs. The thing is, you don't have – a serviceable replacement here. Gainwell's not that guy. Scott's not mm-hmm. that guy. Obviously, Penny's not that guy. So if you let him go, you better find somebody in free agency or draft somebody and, and make it a priority. And, and Eagles I don't on dra- first or second round. And they're but, not drafting running backs high either. No, I, I think it's like I, the fourth I, round. Maybe. I, I can't remember the last running back they drafted high. Miles um, was the second, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the last. He was the last running back they drafted that high. Yeah. Yep. Um. After that, I think they drafted Kenny Gainwell. What in the fourth or fifth round? Something yes. like that. Yes. Um. So. They're not going to draft a running back high. 
And DeAndre Swift has already shown that he fits perfectly in this offense. Um, he provides a versatility. Um, let's be honest. If they were running Miles Sanders in that same jet sweep that they ran DeAndre Swift in on the game-winning touchdown, they wouldn't have bid on that. Yes. They wouldn't have. DeAndre Swift, he, and he sold it as well. He ran hard. So, yeah, so yeah man. Um, Who knows? I would love – let me make it clear. I would love to have Swift back next year. I would love it. But – I don't know, man. I'm just going off of the trends. I get it. I totally get it. Um, I would, I would too. And I think he's shown that he's a better runner than than people uh, thought. I mean, pure runner in terms mm-hmm. of like between the tackles. All right, let's go defense. Uh, something we talked about is so big: getting sacks. So uh, let's begin there. Josh Sweat over under half a sack. In other words, does he get one or not? In your estimation? Okay, this is going to be interesting, and I'll tell you why. And I know you can get half sacks, by the way, but I, I'm, I'm right. just let's just go off the premise. Does he get one or not? Brent Williams is the left tackle. Yes. Which means that he's going to be on the side of Josh Sweat. Yes. I don't, I don't think Josh Sweat gets a sack in this game. Trent, Trent Williams. Trent played last year and he got us, and, and, and Hassan got one, even though he beat the tight end. But well, well not, not, not Hassan, Sweat. Oh, I'm sweat. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah Trent will be on, Hassan will be on the other side of Trent. Hassan will be on the uh, on the right tackle side. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so because Trent Williams is over there, mm-hmm. I have a hard time believing Sweat is going to get a sack. Um, so I'm going to take the under on that because of the person he's going to be going up against, snap in and snap out. Trent Williams now. Trent Williams has been shaky in the health department this season. You know, will will he be at his apex in this matchup? I don't doubt mentally he will be, but physically will be will he will, will he be at his apex? Uh, Sweat is going to test him for sure. And Sweat is one of the best pass rushers on the Philadelphia Eagles. I think Sweat, in my opinion, is a top fifteen pass rusher in this NFL. I think I think you'd be hard pressed to find fifteen pass rushers better than Sweat. Um, but Trent Williams, man, it's hard for me to bet against a guy like that. So I'm going to take the under board okay. um, for um, for Josh Sweat, unfortunately. Uh, fair logic, you know, fair logic for sure. Um, I'm going to take the over. I think he gets one. I think he's been so close lately. Purdy is not the magician. Some of those guys they face lately are in the, in the, uh, in terms of being elusive. I think he gets one, even with Trent Williams. I don't know that'll beat him directly, but maybe they run a stunt or something like that. I think, I think sweat gets home, but let's go to the next one. Um, okay. PFT. Okay. So yeah, that's uh the coach Marcus thinks that Trent Williams is beatable. That's, that's good. That's a positive. Um, and, you know, again, you know, you guys are bringing up amazing points, right? The fact that, you know, the fact that he hasn't been at his A game this year because of health. But, yeah, you know, sometimes, man, you know, I saw I saw Josh Sweat go up against, um, was it Tyron, Tyron, Tyron Smith for the Cowboys? Mm-hmm. Is, is, is that their star left tackle, Tyron Smith? Yeah. And he couldn't he couldn't get around that man to save his life. So uh, he, he he's old. And so, I mean, look, what obviously do I want him to get a sack? Of course, but I, you know, Trey Williams, no, man, keep it real, man. That's a that's a that's a that, that, that's a that's a tough that's a tough sledding that's tough for sledding right there for Josh Sweat. Tough, tough sledding, tough crowd over under Purdy elbow tears one and a half from NJ Fishing Man. That's tough. That's a tough crowd, man. Oof. Oh Ouch. my god, you Ouch, baby. baby. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's go, Hassan Reddick, half a sack. Over I'm under. taking the over. Taking right. the over, baby. Hassan Reddick is coming out with a vengeance. Y'all heard what he said all week, man. Mm-hmm. Um, line that shit up. 
Mm-hmm. This ain't this ain't about this ain't about the yapping. This ain't about, and the you know, boo-hoos, love, he said. You know the what? Boo-hoos. Hassan Reddick is such a great listen. He's oh, such he's, a he, he, he's yeah. such a yeah. great listen. You know, when you hear him in his interviews, his press conferences, he's he's such a thoughtful player. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I love the way he speaks. Um, you can hear that, you can hear that East Coast Philly, New Jersey twang in his voice. <laughs> you know, yes. Um, I just again. Uh, I love everything about Hassan Reddick. I love the way he carries himself. I love, the, I love his approach to the game. He plays violently. He plays. He plays ferociously. Um, I think. I actually think Hassan Reddick's going to have two seconds in the game. So I'm taking the over. Oh, all right, all right. Well, good. That so that leads us into the next one. Team totals here for sacks: two and a half for the Eagles. Over or under? Over. Two and a half. Over. All right. Over. Oh, wh- what was your set count for Reddick, by the way? Uh, Reddick's getting out. Reddick's getting. Okay. I, I think. I think Sweat gets one, Reddick gets one, and I think BG keeps it rolling here and gets one too. Okay, because BG's so been I, clutch with his. He's coming big spots late. He, yeah, he is very clutch with his sacks. You're right about that. They've come at really opportune times for sure. Okay, yeah, but yeah, to your uh, original question, the team sacks over under two and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking the over for sure. I actually think they're going to sack him four times. Wow, good. I think they get four sacks on him, and I think okay. one of them, and I, I think one comes, I think two come by way of Reddick. Okay. Um, one comes by way of um Carter. Mm-hmm. And um, BG and um, Jordan Davis split. Okay, okay, that's good. I think they get over too. Um, yeah, I go, I'm going BG. I'm going Reddick. I'm going Sweat. Yeah, I'm gonna throw somebody else in there. All right, you ready for this tone? Nolan Smith gets one. Mm-hmm. Nolan Smith gets an opportunity and makes a play. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll tell you the other guy to keep your eye on in this game especially if Fletcher can't go or Fletcher's limited. I'm just saying generally, not even necessarily sacks. Milton Williams, I think, could have a big game for the year. Yeah, Milton should be back. So the D-Taggers are going to be a bunch of young guys. Davis, um, Jordan, Carter, Jordan Davis, Williams, Carter. and then hopefully Cox and, can go. And, uh, and Marlon T. And hopefully Marlon Cox can go. Too, yeah. Who I like, by the way. Marlon yeah, T. Yeah, he's solid. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you the other guy they like on the defensive line. I don't I – don't, I have no idea if he's going to be dressed or does anything in the game. I don't know, but they really like this uh, uh, Moro Ajomo. They, mm-hmm. they, I know they really like him internally um, as as a, as a defensive tackle. Again, I'm not. I'm just that's aside from the game. I'm just telling you that's somebody they think is, has a, has a bright future. I heard BG talking about him. BG loves him. Um, so watch that guy going forward for whatever it's worth. Okay. Uh, all right. So last one on the Eagles. This has been a bugaboo all year. This is an issue with this team. This has been a problem. Takeaways. I'm going to go one and a half forced turnovers. One and a half takeaways for the Eagles. Over or under? I'm going to say I think they get one crucial one. Okay. I think they get one crucial, so I'm going to say under. It's going to be crucial. Now, the question is, is it going to be an interception or a strip sack? I'm going under. Uh, I can't – until I see otherwise, until I'm proven otherwise, I'm under. They, they have not yeah. been good at that this year. It's a problem. Uh, it's something they have to improve on, but I need to see it before I'm buying into it uh, in this game, especially against this team. So yeah. I'm I'm going under. I'm a hard under on this one. Yeah, yeah, I'm under next. I, I, again, I think they get one. All right, all right. Let's uh, let's do that. Let's take a timeout. We'll come back and I'll I'll hit you with. The, we'll continue with the over unders. I'm gonna we'll go to the San Fran side of this thing. Okay, let's I'll do it. Yeah, I'll ask you about the Niners and and individual and team stuff 
for them. All right, so we'll get a quickie in. We'll come back. We'll continue with the over-unders and the Eagles 49ers discussion. He's Tone to Shields. In for Gunner, I'm Rob Ellis. We're Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Let me tell you about Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group. Finding the right person is critical, critical for all of us um, to, to invest your hard-earned savings. And whether it's retirement planning, 401k review, insurance review, you have a small business, you're trying to get your employee benefits off the ground. Uh, the right person to trust is Jim Murray and Principal Financial Group. I Personally, I've entrusted my IRA, my 401k rollovers with Jim, and I couldn't be any happier uh, about the results. I also love the fact that he is always there if you reach out with any questions that you have. He gets right back to you. He either answers the phone or gets right back to you. He's at 610-996-4751. 610 610- Nine nine six forty seven fifty one. You could also email him as well. Murray M U R R A Y dot Jim at principal dot com. That's Murray dot Jim at principal dot com. you own a company and you're not producing a podcast you're missing out the public consumes messaging when they're ready join the professional podcast network of companies and let jacob media partners put you in the podcast arena come to our professional studio or we'll come to your place of business and professionally produce your company podcast call jacob media right now at 267-261-3428-267-261-3428 my name is dr bruce grossinger and I'm the medical director of Philadelphia PRP and Stem Cell Institute. I'm reaching out to those who suffer from spine and joint pain. We use treatment methods that require no surgery, no scalpel, no drugs. Running, walking, or whatever your desires are, Dr. Groshner is where you need to come. You can benefit from the same PRP and stem cell treatment as Wilbert Montgomery. Call us now at 610-222-5675. Any professional sports coach will tell you there's no substitution for preparation. At Malamut & Associates, that is a tenet by which we live. We prepare from day one for victory. Anything less is not acceptable. Underdog Fantasy has a way for you to play alongside your favorite football team all season long with their Fantasy Pick'em game. You pick between two to five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats, then do what you usually do on a Sunday, watch the games. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, and the sports betting show wants you to get involved. Go to underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up, use the promo code WIN, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code WIN. E-A-G-L.
L.E.S. Eagles. Welcome back in, everybody. Appreciate you hanging with us. So uh, before we get back to the over-unders, uh, do you see this Von Miller stuff, Tone? Yeah, man. It's unfortunate. Um, yeah, for his arrest for a, uh, a domestic alleged, issue in Texas. Yeah, yeah allegedly. Um, allegedly, allegedly assaulting his uh, his pregnant girlfriend. Allegedly. Yeah. So, um, huh. see, the thing yeah. is, man, alleged or not, when you put your name in these kind of when when you place yourself in these kind of situations, um, the you know public opinion will already crucify you and. I can't, I can't, I can't condone any of that stuff, alleged or not. Again, you know, when you put yourself in certain situations and you leave room for yourself to even be questioned in a way like this or an arrest warrant to be put out for yourself like this, it's irresponsible. Yep. It's irresponsible. Um, you've been in the league for way too long. You've been, you know, you've been doing this thing at a high level way too long. You've been in the spotlight way too long. Um, gotta be better. Gotta be better, um, fellas. Gotta be better. Don't put yourself yep. in these situations. Um, I was always taught if any, if anything ever becomes um volatile or uh disruptive domestically in your household take a walk fellas just leave just take yep. a walk take a yep. walk yeah you you, you 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 don't lose anything in the process just just take just take the walk yeah just take the walk so we'll see we'll see where that goes but you know obviously serious stuff but let's let's find out you know all the facts before uh before rushing to judgment there's no question but uh exactly. all right so back to the Eagles here um, and, and the 49ers. So we're doing our over-unders. We're at the Niners uh, at this stage. All right. Let's go uh, Let's go, Brandon Ayuk here, Tom. Uh, okay. 75 and a half yards. He is their leading receiver. He, I think people sleep on him a little bit because Debo gets most of the love uh, in, in terms of the receiving core. But Ayuk mm-hmm. is, a, is a damn good receiver in his own right. So 75 and a half for Ayuk. Um, you know what's so crazy, man? I know this is going to sound insane, but I think this is going to be one of those games where the Philadelphia Eagles DBs really strap up. Okay. I'm going to take the I'm going to take the under for Brandon Ayuk, and it's not by much, right? Mm-hmm. Same kind of logic for AJ Brown. I think Ayuk is probably going to have like 70, 71, okay, you know, seventy-two, um, even seventy-five, but that still qualifies as being under. So. Um, I'm going to take Brandon Ayuk on the under. I think he's in the 60s. I think he's in the 60s. And um, you know, it doesn't mean he can't have an impact on the game. But they have so many weapons, too, that you have to keep in mind. You know, if the ball's being spread around to McCaffrey and Kittle and Debo, uh, there's a lot of different options. So I'm going to say mm-hmm. under. Under on that one. Uh, all right, let's go McCaffrey because this is a biggie. Um, you know, containing him to some degree. I'm going to go a buck 40 total yards. For McCaffrey, ground and air. 140 over under. Total yardage for him. Under. Um, under. Okay. For a buck 40 total. Yep. Under. Okay. Definitely under. Um, I think he's going to impact the game in many ways. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he had like a 80-yard rushing day. And like a 30 yard, 40 yard receiving day, which will put him at what, like 120. So I think that's realistic in a touchdown. I think that I think that's pretty realistic. Um, I'm taking the under on McCaffrey, um, a total of 140 yards um receiving and on the ground. I'm taking the under. I'm taking the under on that. I hope I'm wrong. I think it's over. Um 
I hope I'm wrong. And I think he actually, I think it's actually gonna be pretty close, like almost split down the middle, uh, ground and air for him. Um, he was the one guy who who kind of showed up last year for them. I granted everything gets thrown out of the window when you don't have a quarterback that can throw it to Debo or any of those guys. I understand, but I guess maybe I'm still, I'm still thinking of that run that he made, um, mm-hmm. which was their own their lone bright spot on offense. Um, I hope I'm wrong on this one. I think I think he gets over um, between rushing and receiving. I think it's over. Uh, Purdy, I'll go. T- I'll give you the same number I gave you on Hertz, two twenty, two twenty over under Purdy passing. Hmm. I'm going to go over, but not by much though, okay. because he doesn't use his legs like Jalen does. No. So I'm going to go over. I think Purdy's going to have about maybe. 230, 240. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah, because the running component isn't there. So, yeah, yeah, especially with, you know, the Eagles pass defense. They've been, you know, the fact of the matter is you can get 250 pass yards on pretty easily. So, um, I think 230, 240 is reasonable for Purdy because he doesn't use his legs. If he was mobile like a Jalen, I probably would say under, but Mm -hmm. he's not. That's not his game. He's going to, he's going to drop back and try to deliver the ball in chunks. So, um, I'm taking the over, but not by much, though. I think he has about 230 or something. Okay, okay. Um, I do, too. I do, too. I mean, look, the, the Eagles secondary is a question mark. Third downs are a question mark. Mm-hmm. This guy gets out, of, gets the ball out quick. Um, yeah, I think it's an over. I think it's an over. I think he's in the 240s, 250s, somewhere in that range. I hope, again, I, I, I think the biggest thing the Eagles can do is just, just pressure, pressure, pressure. I do – I really wonder – do, do you come out of character a little bit and switch this thing up or do you stay true to who you are? Because it's, it's dangerous so, if you blitz, because then you're leaving these guys in like zero coverage on the back end. Some who, who have struggled this year. They, they should probably try to incorporate some zone blitzes. Honestly. Yeah. I would love for decide to get creative and blitz and blitz some, blitz some safeties on some, in some various situations. You know how Spagnuolo blitz Trent McDuffie a couple of times yeah. off the edge. I would love to see. And also, he, I think he blitz hurts on his. Was it the left side? So, yeah, I don't know. Blind Nonetheless, side. though, yeah, uh, yeah, I think, I think, I, I can't quite remember. But the yeah. bottom line is, though, I think that Sean decides to try to be as creative as possible in his, you know, in his blitz packages, and also let it be timely as well. Right. You know, um, don't just jump out the window and blitz every down, but you know, creative, timely blitzes. Um, and I think, and I think that can create some situations where you force a fumble. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's keep it rolling with the Niners here. Let's go to the defensive side. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Let me, let me stay on that for a minute. Kittle. Kittle, 60 and a half. 60 and a half receiving yards for George Kittle. Tight end. Um, that's a good one. That's a good number, too. Uh, what's Kittle's trends right now? Give me one second, because I haven't really looked at Kittle's stats lately. Um, how's... Let's see. So Kittle, all right. Kittle's game log is that, what, is that what you you're? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, all right. So much. Kittle's game log for the season. Let me give you his season, and then I'll give you his game log. So Kittle, uh, for the season, has 46 catches, 667 yards, 14 and a half yards per catch, and five touchdowns. If you look at what he's done lately, um, his last game that he played against Seattle, 19 three, three catches. He had a very down game. Uh, the day be- the game before, solid eight for 89 and a touchdown. Game before three for 116. He had some big ones. 
um, in that mm. one. Game before nine for wow, nine for one forty nine. Uh, hmm. Game before that, five for seventy eight. He's kind of up and down. Yeah, you know what? He's coming off a down. He's coming off a down one. I'll take the over. Okay, I'll take the over because the Eagles, um, they took a hit at linebacker, so it's it's going to be a struggle for them to defend those tight ends. They're still one of the worst teams in terms of stopping tight ends. Yep. Granted, they kept Kelsey under wraps. They got Kevin Byard in there, so that changes things. Um, and uh, who was it? Don Kincaid didn't really go off against them either. So there's back to back weeks of you holding this back to back weeks of you holding um tight ends to what to under 60 yards receiving, if I'm not mistaken, under 50 yards. Yes. So if I follow that trend, it would be obviously be the under, but at the same time, Kittle is better than Dawson Knox and Kittle was younger than oh, this is a tough one, Rob. <laughs> I'm going to go on a limb and I'm going to say over. Okay. Slightly over. I think Kittle has like a 70 yard day. I'll say over. Okay. I'm going to say under. I, I think he's in the 40s, but he does get a touchdown. I think he gets a touchdown. Um, but I don't think he quite gets there. I don't think he quite gets okay. there. All right. I'll uh I'll hit you with Debo. Debo's uh, you know, let's see if he can back it up here with all the all the yapping. I'll give you for him, I'll give you 60 and a half total yards. 60 total. Because he'll occasionally get the handoff still. Um, as much as I don't like this dude, um, I'll give him the over. I'll give him the over. You know, it's for him, a 30-yard catch and a 30-yard run is like so I'll give him the over. Let's roll with that. Yeah, especially, especially, especially for total yards, right? It's That's over. it. I mean, it could be a couple jet sweeps, couple handoffs, couple catches. I, yeah. I think he gets over. I, I'm hoping, man, it would be sweet justice. He ends up with 30 yards and does nothing in the game, you know. And, and Bradbury's on him. It would be sweet. I'll be honest. I want I want Reed Blankenship to crack him. Yeah, I would, the, get Sidney Brown he, in there. Sidney Brown, that heat-seeking missile. Let him let him drill into him a little bit. Yeah, because Sidney Brown don't care. Sidney Brown just throws his body around like it's a like it's a bowling Although, ball. Oh, Debo's a big cat, man. I, I you know he's he's built. He uh, is. He is. Uh, for sure. All right, let's go defense. Bosa half a sack. Yeah, I'm taking you over. Yeah, picking the over. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts. You know, he 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 drops back back there, and he 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 moves around in the pocket, but he holds that ball longer than longer than I would like sometimes. Yep. So, so I'm going to take the over with. A, yeah, I, I, I'm going to take the over with Nick Bosa for sure. Yeah, I'll I think no, I think Bosa gets home at least once. So uh, yeah. I'll I'll take the over on that as well. Uh, let's go Hargrave, former Eagle. He, he had a sack in the game last year, and but he was wearing a different uniform. Uh, what do you think in this one? Does he get at least one? Yeah, he'll get one. He'll get one. I think he gets one. You know, Jalen Hurts um, right now on the season, he's been sacked, what, like 26 times or, or, or 30 times, something like that, if I'm not mistaken? Let's see. I don't know the exact number they've allowed. that, but it, Well, it was they had the one game. There was five, right, in the one? Right. Um, 29 times. He's been sacked 29 times. 29 so through about, 11, through 11 so, games. So – it's what less than just, two. It's less than three per game, but it's it's you know it's two point something per game. Yeah, two point six. So he's getting he's getting sacked at a at a rate of two and a half sacks per game. Yeah. So, and and uh, you know and you have guy like like Lane is, might be out there hurt too. Mm-hmm. You know, although he did a great job last year, but so that's something else. 
Yeah, and the thing is though, Lane just had a little hamstring soreness. Um, I don't. It, it wasn't nothing. I don't. I think. I think Lane's gonna be fine this week. Um, I, I don't think it's anything too debilitating. So okay. Um, I think. I think. I think Lane's gonna be fine this week. He's definitely playing. He's not missing this game at all. All right. Um, all right. I'm, all I'm willing to bet on that, but I'm still thinking Bosa gets one, and I'm thinking um, uh, Hargrave gets one as well. So, all right, another key stat here: Will the Niners force over or under one and a half set one and a half turnovers, one and a half turnovers in this game? Um, I'm going to take the under. I think they force one. Okay, I think they force one. Um, I'm not sure how it will happen. I, listen, they're a physical team. Um, they force turnovers. Um, they're talented all across the board. They'll force they'll they'll, they'll force one. Um, I think Jalen Hurts. See the see the past couple of weeks they've been dealing with a lot of a lot of bad weather, man. And that balls has just kind of just been, you know. It could be rainy Sunday night, FYI, for what it's worth. Get the hell out for real. Again? <laughs> yep. Yes. Does that bode well for the Philadelphia Eagles or not? I don't think it hurts them. Uh, they're used to playing in it. They played in it two straight weeks. Kansas City was like that. It was it was a mess last week. I mean, and the last I don't week think they're affected by that, honestly. Yeah, last Sunday was worse than that Monday night game. Oh. At, 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 at least in KC, it stopped for a while. It was way worse. I agree. But it doesn't affect the field goal kicker. It doesn't seem to affect Jalen. No. I, I don't, I'm not worried about it. I like, I'm not worried about the weather. I don't care what it is. No, I mean, listen, bad weather, bold, bold bad weather means good football. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Um. I'll take. I'll take just one turnover. One okay. Turnover. I. I think I'm gonna stay at one too. I think it's an under. I think we hit an under. Mm-hmm. I want to hit you with two that I didn't get a chance to get to. Successful, tush pushes. <laughs> one and a half. Mm-hmm. One and a half successful tush pushes. Uh. What was the number again? If you will, whatever you want to call it. What was it? You said three and a half. No. No. One and a half. Oh, one and a half. Oh. Oh. Over. Over. Okay. They're going to have about three of them things. They're going to have about three of them things. So I'm taking the over for sure. You know, they're going to have one on the goal line. They're going to have one for a crucial fourth down. Um, They're going to have one on third down. So I think they're going to have, I I think they're going to have a triple crown, one on third down, one on fourth down, and one for a touchdown. Whoa. All right. Uh, I think they get two. I think they get two. Yeah, I think they get two, and they're going to go over on that. Um, and, and until proven otherwise, what I'm going to be interested to see on that tone is, do we get the same nonsense that we saw from the Bills last week where someone just looks to hurt somebody because they know they can't stop it? See, here's that, the thing. Because then that, hell is going to break loose if that happens this week. Trust me. It's going. They're going to be, they're going to be mixing up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Hargrave is not physical in the run game at all. Soft out there. Um, I, I, I just think the Philadelphia Eagles are gonna. I think, I think, I think this is. I think this is a game where the Eagles O line, um, and their D line respectively, are trying to really make an impact. They, they haven't had the strongest past couple weeks. The Eagles O line did have a better Sunday against the Bills than because the Chiefs only gave up two sacks to the Bills, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um. So they cleaned up some things. Jack Driscoll played solid. So um yeah man, if they this this is going to be a hell of a game, Rob. I'm super excited for it. I know, I know. Speaking of the tush push, uh, Nick Bosa Bosa chimed in, uh, and he said, "I don't see why it wouldn't be legal unless guys were getting hurt. I don't know how they get so much push 
I'm impressed with how good they are at it. So he's he's on the right side of this. Nick Bosa is. He, he is uh, he's, he's reading that thing correctly. All right. Jake Elliott. Jake Elliott, two and a half uh, field goals. Mm. I'm hoping this is under. I'm hoping yeah. everything's getting, yeah. getting cashed here. <laughs> and there's that no... Would- there's no mean, field goal attempts. You know, Everything's a touchdown, but that would imply that they were. They, that, would, that would imply they weren't effective in the red zone. So, or you could be out of the red zone. Kick yeah, or you could be just out of it. Yeah, I'm gonna say the under. I think he. I think he has to kick two of them. Okay. So I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the under on that. Well, I think. I think it's two. Also, I do. I think it's two. Also, yeah. uh, one. One is gonna be crucial, and one is just gonna be maybe they maybe had a penalty and they kind of got. And put in a bad position and down in distance. So, um, I'll take I'll, I'll I'll take the uh, I'll take the under with two field goals. Two field any more, goals. Any any more than that tells me that they're not doing their job in the red zone. Uh, yeah, any more than that, you do start getting concerned a little bit. You're right. Um, all right. So I I was looking at the uh, the point spread has not uh, changed. It's still three. The over under is forty seven and a half. Now I I'm just going to ask you specifically about the over under. Do you think the game goes over or under 47 and a half total for both teams? 47 and a half. So that's like a, that's like a 28-23 game. That would get you yeah, they get you 51. Or or 23-25 game. So uh I'm going to take if, if the rain holds up like you said, but still, that might have rained last week, and it was thirty-seven. Right, and, you know, whatever. Yeah, right. But they went overtime too. But still, it was that was it still took it still beat the over. So, um, because of the physicality of this game, I think it's going to be over because okay. because the Niners are going to score. They're mm-hmm. going to score points. Eagles are going to have to keep pace. So, um, and, and I think the Eagles are going to score, and the Niners are going to have to keep pace. Right. I, I think both teams are very capable of scoring on, the, on each other's defenses. So. Um, yeah, I definitely think it's going to be over. You, you said you said it was 47 and a half, right? Correct. 47 and a half. Yeah, I'm t- I'm taking the over with that for sure. Both of these okay. teams are definitely scoring more than 24 points. Okay. I'm a, I'm going to take the over as well. I, I yeah. think they- I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if it was one of those 30 27 type games or or um a 28 uh 24 kind of game. Right. You know, uh 27 23 I 27, 24. It's going, to, it's going to be around there, right? Okay. Um, e- even the 31, 28 kind of game. So, yeah, I'm definitely taking over with that. All right. So, a couple other things. Um, in terms of sacks, San Fran uh, has 33. They're 10th in the league. The Eagles have 32. They're tied for 11th. I think we all sort of look at both of these teams and would have thought they'd be in the top five. Uh, it doesn't mean they're not getting pressure on the quarterback. They are, but they're and the Eagles, especially. I haven't concentrated that much on the 49ers in terms of their pressure rates and whatnot. But the Eagles' pressure rates are really good, but they haven't gotten the quarterback to the ground. Mm. So, keeping that in mind, knowing how quickly Purdy gets it out, you've got to be able to get him on the ground this week. That, that that trend has to stop. We can't keep saying it was Josh Allen, it was Patrick Mahomes, blah blah blah. They have to start getting the quarterback to the ground. It's great you're getting pressures. And Josh Sweat's presser numbers are through the roof, but you got to get sacks. Yeah, they're not they finishing well. Sacks. Yeah, they're not finishing well. You know, in, in that Chiefs game, I counted about maybe four opportunities that were missed because they couldn't get them all the way on the ground. Um, the uh, the Bills game, same thing. Purdy's not as mobile as guys. Mm-hmm. I think I think that Eagles D line is 
looking to prove something. I think I think they want to punish Brock Purdy. Yep. So they have to get sacks, man. They have to. They have to get sacks. They they, they can't they can't they can't afford to go in this game and not get more than three sacks. They can't. I agree. I agree. That's got to change. Now the other thing is. Um, Takeaways, the Niners are plus 11. I mentioned this earlier. They're first. They have 15 interceptions and six fumbles recovered. The Eagles are minus three, which is 19th. Only six interceptions and eight fumble recoveries. So uh, I'm just giving you these because these trends have to change as the year goes on. Mm-hmm. You, they're, they're doing things right now to their credit because they're a tough team, because they never quit, because right. they're clutch. But there's a reason that these numbers have been in place forever. The coaches will tell you turnovers are key. Uh, You know, total yards can be misleading sometimes, but they're not every single week. The disparity between the scoring in the first half and the points allowed in the first half compared to the second half, like you've got to play more complete games. So a faster start has to happen. Like last year, they jumped on San Fran in in the first drive. Now, granted, Mm -hmm. there was a controversial play, but San Fran didn't challenge it. But the Eagles scored on the first drive. So that was a tone setter. And then the, obviously the game completely changed when Purdy got hurt. But still, they have got to come out better than they've been coming out lately. Without a shadow of a doubt, you can't continue to start these games uh, behind the eight ball. And regardless of the second half heroics that we've seen, um, playing on the edge like this catches up with you at some point, especially the more difficult of the opponent. Let's be frank about this. Going into the second half, they were down by 10 to the Chiefs. Going into the fourth quarter, they were down by 10 to the Bills. Mm -hmm. So what comes after that? You lose the game. Yes. So they had to tighten up. They've slowly been living on, they've been living on the edge. And look, I'm as much as I'm I'm with all the people who say luck is not involved in this thing. I don't, I don't, I don't buy into the luck factor. Uh, I, I look at two teams who takes advantage of their opportunities they have. It's simple. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Was that? Mm-hmm. So I don't buy into the whole luck factor. Yeah. Now, do you, I, now, 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 oh, luck? Now. No, I like I I I hate that. L- there, luck is something crazy, fluky happening. You're not lucky when you have the ability to make the big play late in games, like the Eagles do. That's right. not luck. That's right. a skill so, set. That's being exactly. more clutch. I, I call say, so some say luck. I say opportunistic. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, that's a big difference to me. But again, to your original point, um, they can't live on the edge in this game. They got to, I think at minimum, um, the Eagles need to find a way to put up 17 points going into halftime. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? At yeah. minimum. And yeah. that's you, you, and, you, and, do and you, you do the down 17 to seven thing again this week. I, I don't know that that's, mm-mm. that's, you know, a possibility. Yeah. Yep. yeah. They have to find a way to at least be tied. Um, let's I'll put you this way. They have to be within three points beat if they're behind or ahead yep. going into halftime. Yep. Not like nothing less than that. Yeah. Nothing no, I less. I think it's fair. Um, all right, so we will continue uh, with the Eagles discussion. We'll mix in the Sixers got uh, got beaten last night. Tone uh, without Joel Embiid, he was uh, he was sick. He didn't play last night. They lost to the Pelicans, and, and Zion Williams had a big big game and uh, some craziness. I'm going to give you some wild numbers from it from a Big Five game last night that, that are just going to blow your mind. So we'll do all those things. We have our NFL segment coming up. We do have a game tonight, which you're going to keep a very close eye on. You got the Cowboys. And the forty, uh, the uh, the Seahawks tonight, which is a big one, uh, obviously, uh, for a lot of reasons. We'll get into that. Uh, there's a lot of stuff happening in the NFL, and we will revisit our top five NFL teams power rankings. We're going to rank one through five in the NFL. See where everybody falls. Uh, a lot of a lot more stuff to do. And later, I've come up with a start bench cut mm. tone. So I am going to bounce okay. these off the tone. Yes, we're going to make. We're gonna make life difficult uh, for, for me because for, for, I'm looking for at some of time. these choices, okay. man. I'm excited about this. Okay, all right, all right, all right. All right. We'll, we'll 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 see where your mind is. We'll 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 see if you have. Uh, what you don't it want takes. to know where my mind is, my friend. All right, so we will <laughs> we, we will do that uh, at the end of the show. So don't go anywhere. He's Tony Shields. I'm Rob Ellis. We're hanging with you on this Thursday. We are Sports Take. All right, I want to tell you about Pro Action Restoration. Pro Action Restoration. Uh, they are the people to reach out to if you have a home, you have a business, and you've experienced the inconvenience of water, fire, smoke, mold damage to your property. I went through the inconvenience of water, water coming down from one bathroom into the other bathroom, essentially ruining the ceiling, ruining the wall, uh, and ruining the carpet in in my basement. So it was uh, not fun, not a fun situation. I'm still dealing with it right now, but Pro Action Restoration came over, diagnosed the problem, uh, and they're handling the the fix, uh, taking care of all the contractual work, whether it's drywall, whether it's paint, whether it's uh, the carpentry, uh, the painting, all, all that kind of stuff, and the and the carpet as well. So they will handle that, and it's one-stop shopping. And the beauty is uh, Pro Action Restoration is licensed, bonded, and fully insured, serving the tri-state area for more than two decades, and they will work in conjunction with your insurance company. So again, water, fire, smoke damage, mold remediation, you name it, they can handle it. Give them a call, 610 610- 623-3760-610-623-3760 or online at proactionrestoration.com. That's proactionrestoration.com. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. They're carving up a, a good play calling along the way. First and goal at the six. 
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. We're here to show you a better way to spend your state income taxes and get the money to where it's needed to move to the thousands of qualified kids. What we like about blocks is they really know where the need is. This program ensures that their dollars come 100% into these kids for their tuition assistance. If you are able, blocks makes the EITC piece go very quickly and very smoothly. Turn your PA state tax liability into need-based scholarships and receive a 90% tax credit. Underdog Fantasy has a way for you to play alongside your favorite football team all season long with their Fantasy Pick'em game. You pick between two to five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats, then do what you usually do on a Sunday. Watch the games. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game. And the sports betting show wants you to get involved. Go to underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up, use the promo code WIN, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code WIN. Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Google TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. For the big story on Action News. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. Hey, welcome back in, everybody. That's Tone. I'm Rob. We are Sports Day, Jacob's Sports YouTube Network. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us as always. It, let's get on a uh, on a like run. What do you think, Tone? We, we oh, yeah, I'm with a- that, man. Smash that like button, you guys. Uh, it would mean Please. a lot to me, but mean yes. a lot to my spirit, my heart, my soul. Please, you guys, smash that like button. Come on, go. man. Do it, for, do it for your boys. There you go. All right. So the Sixers lose last night, Tone, 124-114. It was a game where they were trailing throughout most of the game. They, they never led, uh, as a matter of fact. They made a late run to make it look, you know, somewhat respectable. Um, Maxi showed up, as you would expect. He had 33, but he didn't have a lot of help, and they were bad defensively. Um, Zion Williams, uh, Williams had, had 33, 11 of 12 from the floor, 11 of 12 from the free throw line. That's crazy. You know, that can't happen. And I understand, look, he he is going to he is going to go fearless to the rack without Embiid there. Uh, understood. It's a different story when Embiid's not in the game. But that's unacceptable. I mean, they they have got to play better and I I I give Nick Nurse props because after the game he said, "I don't want to hear about Joel Embiid not playing. We we didn't defend whether he was there or not." So good for him for calling them out. Yeah, you know what I like about that? It sets a precedent. And mm-hmm. you know, you you you're kind of putting your team on notice. The fact of the matter is I don't care who's out there. We're yeah. playing defense. I don't care who's available, who's not. We're playing defense and we're giving maximum effort. You know, a lot of these teams, when they're missing key guys or star guys, they kind of deflate. They kind of already, you know, um, you know, pack their bag up and say, you know, we're losing this game. We're going home. You know, they already it, – it, 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 it's just it's just the way they approach the game. They don't play to win. They play just to they, – they play to survive. You know what I mean? And – um, by him setting that precedent, making it very clear because they got some points off the bench. Let's not get it twisted. No, they got some. Yeah. They got some. They got some points off the bench. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure having Joel Embiid would have been a difference maker without a doubt. But mm-hmm. 
fact of the matter is you got to play defense. If they played even a semblance of defense last night, they probably could have won that game maybe by maybe by four, six, eight points. Something like you know, you know, the, the Pelicans they're they're talented, but they're still a team that's uh trying to figure it out. So um um again, effort is everything in this league. And if and, and, and if you're you know, if you're not playing with maximum effort, um it's gonna show, especially on the defense side of the ball. No question. No uh, hey, let me hit you with a couple things. Uh back to football and we'll swing it back to basketball in a minute. So the Eagles have signed Ben Van Summeren to the active roster. He's a linebacker. He'll get time this week. And that tells you that you're not yeah. going to be seeing Zach Cunningham, right? Yeah, that, they, yeah they, they, they like him too. They, they do like, like him. Um, yeah. yeah. He had a good camp, actually. Uh, all right. So he's that's one move. They have signed Josiah Scott uh, and Cam Sims to the practice squad. They cut Scott, you remember, then they just brought him right back. They've released Greg Ward from the practice squad. Okay. So wow. Greg Ward. Who's been around a long time. He's been around a long time. Yeah. So that's I, I feel I bad feel, for, for that guy. It's a shame, but you know, it's, I feel bad for Greg Ward, Greg Ward. And you know, he's been listen, those practice squad checks are still nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. you know, if you're living within your means, yes. Those practice squad checks are pretty nice. And Greg Ward, he strikes me as the kind of guy that's um a very intelligent dude, a guy who um puts his money in the right places. Yep. Um, a guy who doesn't live above his means. I mean, for him to last as long um on the Eagles roster. And in the practice squad, he's he's been doing a lot of the, a lot of the right things. He's been a he's been a great teammate. I know he's a teammate favorite amongst guys. Um, you know, there was a point where he was kind of like the veteran in the room. Um, and a lot of guys um had and a lot of guys yeah had, um you know have a lot of respect for um Greg Ward. Um, he gave us a lot of fun games to watch, especially big plays. He I mean he had some big catches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure, especially in that uh what the 2019 season. Yeah. Um. So, um. Hopefully he can catch on somewhere. I see. I always felt like Greg Ward. Deserved to be on an active roster to me. He had, in my opinion, he has reliable hands. Um, he's not the most explosive athletically, um, but he doesn't. He, he does his job right to the best of his ability. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He always does. He always did his job. He's n- nothing about him flashes, but he's technically sound and he does his job to the best of his ability. But again, man, when you're on the roster with Devontae Smith, AJ Brown, yeah. Julio Jones, even Quez Watkins, corny ass. You know, you, 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 your, your, your options are limited. You, yeah. Your, your op- you know, it's, it's hard for you to kind of squeeze in. So here's um, my guess with him. If he doesn't catch on somewhere, I think he'll be a coach. I think he'll, mm, he'll make a really good coach college level or whatever, he, whatever he chooses to do. But, but that's, you, that, you know, we'll see. You, you know, what I would love, I would love for the Philadelphia Eagles to kind of do what they did with Matt Leo. Allow him a lot. Yeah. If, if, if he wants to, you know, hang it up, yep. Yep. allow him to come in as some sort of um assistant or um quality control um, I feel like I feel like Greg Ward has a wide receiver coach um, job, you know, ahead of him for sure. All right, let me give you this one too because this is interesting. So JJ Watt, who last you know played in in Arizona at the end of his career, um, he's retired. He tweeted out, "This is pretty funny. Trying new things in retirement. So let's steal Adam Schefter's job for a day." So this Whoa, is what Watt is just said. Hold on, wait, I'm, I'm sorry, Rob. Did you notice? Did I know what I'm about to say? Or no, no, this right here. The Cardinals released Zach Ertz. That's what I was just going to say. Oh, yeah. shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, J.J. <laughs> Watt reporting that oh Zach Ertz has, has requested and be granted his release from Arizona. So, here's where I'm going with this. <laughs> Hi, Eagles. Hello, oh, Zach. A... Uh, oh, you man. still have a place here? Yes. Good. Get on a plane. Let's go. 
right now. Get his rear end back here. I don't see why not, man. This he he, he still has the hands. Beautiful. Yes. He still has the so, hands. There you go. So don't don't step on the lead next time, Tone. Don't 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 jump on the. Uh, let the OG have his have his little setup there. Okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yes. My bad. That's okay. my bad. You are you are you are the veteran, the consummate professional. My yes. bad. Yeah. I'm just my playing. bad. I'm just playing. But no, listen. <laughs> uh, this this reeks. I mean, I'm telling you right now. I think there's gas left in the tank. I'm not telling you he's the Zach Ertz from, from the Super Bowl six years ago, but there's gas left in the tank for this guy to help this team. So make it happen. Yeah, man. Make Can't it block a lick, but you definitely care. He you definitely uh he's he's a he's a better receiver or tight end than uh Jack Stoll or Grant Cacatera. By a long stretch. So yeah. um yeah. yeah, I wouldn't mind having Zach Ertz back on his roster, you know, for um you know, for the, you know, for everything we just mentioned, yeah, and also tight just end, man. You know, uh, I'm telling you, this guy could help you in a red zone situation. Yeah. It um, definitely, it definitely will help, man. And um, I don't know. There's, you know, there's some magic around Zach Ertz, and uh, yes, I'll be able to break out the Super Bowl 52 official Zach Ertz jersey that I have. 86 is back, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's bring I him like back, it. man. All let's right, bring him back. Uh, okay, so that that could be something there. So just you know, keep your eye on that one. All right. Uh, so the Sixers, as we mentioned, they lose. They get Boston tomorrow in Boston. They could have, you know, if it beads over the illness, you get Embiid back, and they could have Ubre back. So you could be, you know, operating at least at full capacity or, or close to it uh, in Boston. So the Sixers, after the loss last night, now Boston's the best team in the NF in the uh, NBA. They're fourteen and four. They have the best record. Sixers are twelve and six. Oh, okay. They're right there behind them. Yeah, they're not far. They're not far behind. The crazy one. The, the Magic are thirteen and five. They've won eight listen, straight. These, Orlando. Listen, these young teams are starting to take shape. Yeah. Right. The mm-hmm. Magic. Uh, who else? Um, where are they? I was looking at them. I saw, well, Minnesota's uh, off to a great start. I mean, there's um, yeah, Minnesota. There's, the, the the Magic. Minnesota. Uh, Oklahoma City has always been in the mix. Yeah. Um. Who else? Uh, Brooklyn is very young as well. Mm-hmm. They're they're the ninth seed. They're nine and eight. Um, the Pacers nine and seven. You know, like this, like this again. Like once we get like into like the thick of the season, like halfway through, these records are going like the, the standards are going to start to take shape as to what we can expect in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I, I I like what I'm seeing from the Magic, man. Um, who's their coach? Isn't it the guy who was in with Dallas, the assistant Mosley? Jamal Mosley. Yep. Pretty Jamal sure that's Mosley. who it is there. Yeah. He was with uh he was with the Mavs for for a, a decent stretch as an assistant, and he's there now. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Pretty and, sure and, 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 and their roster look again, their roster is young, but you know, Jalen Suggs, Paolo Banchero, Dakota Jr., Cole, Cole Anthony, Anthony's coming off the bench for Gary them. Harris. I I feel like Gary Harris was a big pickup by them. Um, I like Joe Ingles. Um, yep. he, he he can shoot. Yeah, they got some veteran presence there with him. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, look, look, I would imagine this this is a fun team, man. And I mm-hmm. see it's so funny. Growing up, when I was a kid, outside of the Sixers, I've always liked the Orlando Magic because of their colors. Yeah, you know, like Tracy McGrady. Like Tracy McGrady was my favorite player growing up as a kid. If if it wasn't AI, it was Tracy McGrady. I love. I was a huge Tracy McGrady fan. The Magic days. Yeah. Yep. Um, the, the Rockets days. Man, oh man. So I love the I love the classic black pinstripe Orlando Magic jersey. Yeah, with the gray pinstripe, yeah. Oh yep. my god. I love yeah. those jerseys, man. Yeah. Uh, they they had Nick Anderson, Shaq, um Penny, Penny yeah, those teams Penny were fun. At, at, at a time. 
They went to the finals that year. Houston beat them, but they went to the finals back in the day. Yeah, man. Can you imagine if they would have won that? Oh, does Shaq yeah. go to the Lakers if they win that? Probably not. Probably stays there. Yeah. Um, all right. So th- this, I, and I know, look, uh, interest from a lot of folks has diminished here with the big five in, in the city, but I get it. But we had two, two crazy ones last night. I want to start with the Temple LaSalle game. This game was at Temple. Tone, this thing went to three overtimes, okay? Temple ultimately won the game. But listen to this. There were 10 players that fouled out. 81 free throws attempted. 68 fouls called in the game. <laughs> That's, I mean, you, know, you know what that tells me? Those guys are getting tired and frustrated. Yeah, right. You don't want to defend. You're going to reach. Some guy's blowing past you. You're going to reach instead of exactly. trying to move your feet, right? Exactly. Um, but that's, you know, it was a classic, man. And I, I get to give a shout-out in a losing effort uh, for LaSalle. Jameer Brickus had 41 points, nine rebounds, four assists in 53 minutes. 41 is the most ever scored in a Big Five game. And the Big Five's been around since 50, 1955. So props to him. But good job out of Temple to come back and win that thing in three overtimes. But that game was nuts. So, um there's a triple header big five classic on Saturday at the Wells Fargo center. So, um, and, and the championship will be played, uh, the big five classic championship game, the title game that they're calling it will be between temple and St. Joe's because St. Joe's knocked off Villanova at Villanova. So that's a really good win for St. Joe's. Bro. That's huge. Bro. Yeah. That's a, it's a big win for that program, man. They beat them 78, 65. How about this? St. Joe's shoots 57% from the floor and 52 from three. Damn. that That's impressive, dude. That is some serious shooting right there by the Hawks. Jeez. Yeah. It was, was that a lack of defense or were they just hot? <laughs> Villanova, I, you know what? I think a little bit of both. I don't I don't think Villanova defended the uh defends the three well. And the other thing you're starting to see from teams, and Villanova's gonna have to get better at this. They don't shoot the three well. So teams are, are playing zone on them and backing mm. off. And just allowing them to shoot, so I think that's uh, an area you got to look at. Um, if you're is that, if you're is that, that what's yeah. been your thoughts on Villanova's recruiting as of late? I think they did a pretty good job. They went into the portal and brought in a bunch of guys. Um, I, I think I think Neptune's still kind of feeling them out because there's a lot of new faces. So I, I think you got to give them a little bit of time. Um, I think St. Joe's is a dangerous team. They could make the tournament. I think St. Joe's is a team to watch. I, I don't. I don't think Temple is. I don't think LaSalle is. Uh, I think St. Joe's and Villanova. I don't know about Penn and the Ivy, but I think St. Joe's and Villanova. You you want to look at? Okay. All right. I want to. I want to go back to Zach Ertz here, because you think about it right now. They're hoping they get Goddard back for Dallas. That's the hope. I'm telling you, Tone. I I would sign him and and think about even. I know it's nuts. It's Thursday. <laughs> Trying to get this guy on the field for Sunday, and getting some kind of production out of my tight end. You, I mean, let's face it, you're not getting anything out of Stoll, Albert O, Calcaterra combo. You're not. Yeah, unless you have a guy Zach Ertz who understands um, what's been asked of him. He um, he knows the offense for the most part, I would imagine. Um, again, man, he's a uh, what thirty. Three. He's 33. He's 02.5 the rest of the way if somebody claims him. Now, if nobody claims him, if he clears waivers, you just pay him whatever. Yeah, whatever. You're go, you're going minimum on him. It's not hmm. your problem. 
you know, it's not crazy. It's no, it's not crazy at all. Um, the question becomes who 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 gets pushed off the roster? Um, do they uh, do they do they push Albert O off? Um, Jack Stoll is always going to be in the roster because he can block. He's their best blocking yeah, tight end right does now. Yeah, Calcaterra go to the practice squad, maybe. Um, I wouldn't mind bringing him in though. Yeah. I wouldn't mind at all. Uh, it'd be it'd be a, it'd be a nice reunion. Um, he'll be able to you know potentially maybe get a, a second Super Bowl ring. Yeah. You know, I, I'd have to I really would. dig into what teams. Um, need he's not having he, he's not having an impressive season thus far though. Um, oh, he's been hurt but, a lot too. Yeah, he's on. Yeah, he's like only I'm on. not expecting a lot. Like I'm, I'm not really. I just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, through 13 weeks, he's only played seven games. Um, but he he asked for his regular release because he probably feels like. See, it'd be different if they cut him. That wasn't the case. Yeah. He and asked and, and for. By the way, release. who can who can blame him? I mean, they're going nowhere fast. He's 33 years old. He wants to try. And, he wants to get in the he playoffs. Wants to, he, he wants to win. So, um, I'm curious to see. Okay, so right now, mm, hold on, wait. As of right now. He's on IR. Yeah, the Cardinals are played. The Cardinals placed him on IR a month ago, so he should be all okay. That's probably why he asked for his release. He yeah, he's be, eligible he, now to come off and play. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I look at so what he, 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 this is his what third year there. He hasn't been with the Eagles since Sirianni's been here, right? This this is a um. Well, he he was he was on the roster of Sirianni's first year. And then he, he got and then he got traded the day after the Bucks game, right. or the day of. He 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 was informed heading into the tunnel that he was getting traded. Um, because if you notice, that was the game where they kind of benched him a little bit, and yeah. they kind of put they kind of actually not. It, no, it, it was a passing of the torch. With yeah, yeah, it was it was it was one of those kind of games. Um, so yeah, he was he was placed on IR, uh, in October October twenty fourth. Yeah, around then. So we are we're more than a month. All right, so I'm looking at last year he missed he's missing a lot of time lately too. He's he's breaking down. That's just kind of it's the nature of the beast. But anyway, he he's played 10 games. Down. Uh he had 47 catches last year, 406 yards. Mm. He did get in the end zone four times, which isn't terrible uh for 10 games. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I'm I'm he's the backup, you know? He's the backup. It, yeah, it, he hasn't been healthy for a while. Um he hasn't been fully healthy since 2019. Uh, 2020, 11 games played. 2021, six games played. Well, actually, I'm sorry, I take that back because 2021, because that's a combination year. So between him and the between the Eagles and the, so he yeah. was healthy in 2021. He played 17 games in 2021, um, between the Eagles and the Cardinals. Um, and then 2022, 10 games. 2023, seven games. So these past couple of years haven't really been kind to him from mm -hmm. a health perspective. So, yeah. Um, again, like you said, a backup role. Um, it won't hurt you. It can only give you options. All right, so I think that that's that's an interesting one to look at here. Now, when he's got the thing with the waiver wire is tone. Any of these bad teams who get first crack at him, they're not interested. Why would they be interested in this? At this point in the season, bad yeah. teams aren't picking up these kind of guys on waiver wire. No, no it's going to uh, come down to some of the teams that are the contenders who might be. And I don't want to overdo this with with Ertz. I'm just going to just for the purposes of our of our discussion here. Right. I mean, I, listen, we're we're filling time. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I mean, I'm just looking at it from this standpoint, right? So, if you if you look at it, the the teams that that may be in the you know that are that are good that may be in the running for a tight end, I'll, I'll give you one, right? That that could have a, had a crack at him before the Eagles do. How about the Ravens without Mark Andrews? Oh, yep. That's a good I, pull. I'm, that's and they're going to pick before the Eagles because the Eagles have a better record than the Ravens do. So but the do Eagles they want to pick, pick up last. the money. 
that's one to watch, you know. That's, that's one to a, watch. That's a good point. Yep. That actually sounds more realistic than the Eagles. Yeah, because that's a real because they're saying if they get deep in the playoffs, Andrews maybe comes back. I you know, they he probably maybe. isn't gonna be back. He probably is gonna be back. So anyway. That sounds more realistic than the Eagles, honestly. Yeah, and I, I wasn't trying to uh, rain on parades here. I'm just telling you that's well, you did keep you did <laughs> keep your eye <laughs> keep your eye on Baltimore, people. That's all I'm saying. Maybe they don't want to pay two point five, right? Million, right. You know, so you never know. Um, but they, I know they like Isaiah Likely. Um, but you know, we'll see. We'll see. You know, a veteran like that and Harbaugh values those kind of guys. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. All right, so here's what we have coming up. We're going to dig into our NFL stuff next, including tonight's game, which is the Cowboys and the Seahawks. And there's a there's an injury update, which I'll give you in that one. Uh, a bunch of other NFL news. We'll go through our top five power rankings in the entire league, and then we'll close it out uh, with – there's some controversy about the Sports Illustrated Person of the Year. Um, and Matt Rule keeps it real uh, when it comes to, you know, what it costs to get a quarterback in the transfer portal. But we'll also play start, bench, and cut. So we got a lot to do between now and the end of the program. So don't go anywhere. That's Tone to Shields. I am Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take, Jacob Sports YouTube Network. Time to tell you about Flynn Tree Services. Flynn Tree Services is an experienced, licensed, and insured Pennsylvania tree services company that will trim or remove any unwanted trees off of your property. They offer cost-effective solutions to any tree problem that you may face. So if you have any type of issues with your trees in your yard or on your property, they're just a quick phone call away, uh, and they serve southeastern Pennsylvania, South Jersey, and northern Delaware. Flint Tree Services specializes in tree removal, stump grinding, as well as tree pruning. You can go to their Facebook or Instagram page for more information or a sampling of their work. Give Flint Tree Services a call at 610-850-2848, 610-850-2848, or online at flinttreeservices.com. That's flinttreeservices.com. You own a company and you're not producing a podcast, you're missing out. The public consumes messaging when they're ready. Join the professional podcast network of companies and let Jacob Media Partners put you in the podcast arena. Come to our professional studio or we'll come to your place of business and professionally produce your company podcast. Call Jacob Media right now at 267-261-3428. 267-261-3428. My name is Dr. Bruce Grossinger. And I'm the medical director of Philadelphia PRP and Stem Cell Institute. I'm reaching out to those who suffer from spine and joint pain. We use treatment methods that require no surgery, no scalpel, no drugs. Running, walking, or whatever your desires are, Dr. Groshner is where you need to come. You can benefit from the same PRP and stem cell treatment as Wilbert Montgomery. Call us now at 610-222-5675. Any professional sports coach will tell you there's no substitution for preparation. At Malamut & Associates, that is a tenet by which we live. We prepare from day one for victory. 
Anything less is not acceptable. Underdog Fantasy has a way for you to play alongside your favorite football team all season long with their Fantasy Pick'em game. You pick between two to five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats, then do what you usually do on a Sunday. Watch the games. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game. And the sports betting show wants you to get involved. Go to underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up, use the promo code WIN, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code WIN. Everybody, happy, happy Thursday. Yes, 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 yes. You know what, Rob? I have a question for you. Yes, sir. You and I, our, you know, our friendship is blossoming like a flower, as Nick Sirianni would say. And, um, you know, the more the, the more shows we do together, the more the, the more as time passes, um, the more personal the question is, the questions will become. So I'm <laughs> okay. going to. So I have a question for you. Yes. How did you meet your wife? Uh, we met at a party uh, through mutual friends um uh we we ran in similar crowds but never really connected and then connected what year was this oh god we were young we were young i was high school college i was just out of high school i was just out of high school summer 11 is that what it was summer 11 she's a year younger than well she's like nine months younger than me so we're we're very similar in age so she but she i guess i was robbing the cradle i was i was a freshman in college and she was a senior uh at uh, in high school okay so uh (laughs) john dickerson there there was a a thing called dancing on air and then it became dance party usa you remember that show in philadelphia oh my god <laughs> yeah trust me you don't want me dancing on on tv you that's the last thing you want but anyway um so we met there and then one thing led to another we had to do the long distance thing when i was working at espn which was tough uh on both of us she was still back here finishing up school i was working at espn at the time that was hard Okay. Uh, but we, we, you know, we got through it. We stuck it out and the, the rest is history. Been together, uh, married 24 years, my friend. 24. Married, 20, married 24, been together for 30, 30, oh boy, 32 ish, 32 ish. Oh, okay. Okay. Long so time, it, dude. So it took longer, you about, longer than you've been on God's green earth here. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It took you about eight years to propose, right? Yeah, uh, well, we were really young in my defense, yeah. and I was of broke as bleep. Okay. So I wasn't ready to, to I wasn't going to have us, you know, living in squalor. Not that I'm, you know, whatever, but I, yeah, it was. Uh, no, I, got, it was I got you. I got yeah. you. You know, I, so how I'm, about uh, you? Let, let, let's, let's flip the script. How, how about you guys? So, um, well, you know, I'm 28. Um, my wife just turned 29 in October. Uh, I'll be 29 December 31st. 
but um we actually met through mutual friends as well very organic yeah. um uh, and it was mine wasn't a setup it just had it, it was just like one of those things yeah yeah mine wasn't mine wasn't a setup either right it was really just organic means um so uh essentially her brother um was dating now his wife but was dating a friend of mine from college that i, I met this person in college so okay. um so uh essentially that friend that mutual friend that we have that's married to her brother now yeah had um a few different parties right a birthday party here um uh, a graduation party here and yeah. then finally and so i remind you i came across my wife for, uh, quite a few times before before i even decided to actually right. you know ask her out or whatever right, and it was right. always by it was always by way of something that this friend had organized okay. you know again a party or whatever and i was just invited so yeah. um at that point uh we're, we're 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 at we're at this graduate party we're bowling all that kind of stuff and i don't know something said to me i don't think i'm going to come across this woman again so, so let you me better, you better you better yeah yeah get, get me, going here yeah. let, let me shoot my shot yes so 2018 uh summer summer 2018 i shoot my shot at a bowling alley uh and pretty much the rest is history man um, we, wow. still, we started we started dating in august of 2018 um got married in february of 2021 okay that's so, uh, yeah that's so i was pretty in, pretty quick yeah 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 yeah. so so we were pretty intentional earlier on i like you know that what I mean? it yeah. was pretty cool it was pretty cool and now awesome, here we man. are in texas so uh i'll be celebrating i'll be celebrating my third wedding anniversary in february of next year look at you man Beautiful. Tom, time is flying man uh, it does it goes the flying. older you get the faster it goes that, that's all yeah, i can man. tell you and i and, and guess what rob i'm still immature <laughs> oh i do believe me man I, i'm still I, immature my bio my, my biological age versus my mentality is 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 greatly different i, I can tell you that man i yeah she is the adult i'll tell yes, you that correct correct same here same here uh, yeah, there are still things that I do that she shakes her head at and that's okay. That's okay. We <laughs> keep each other on our toes. Uh, um, no, but it's funny. Like it, it's tr when you're a kid, right? When you, I, I mean, when you're like a little kid, you, you're like, I, I can't wait to be uh 10. I can't wait to be double digits or I, I, I can't wait to be uh 16. I can drive. I can't wait to be 18 and I'll, I'll be good. Take your time. Or I Take can't time. be 21. Right. Or all, you know, you're, you're always like, you're fighting. You, you just want everything to fast forward. And then when you get to, you'll see, you know, 25, 30, 35, 40. I sound like Merrill Reese, 45, 50. <laughs> you get to those ages, then you're like staving it off, dude. You're like, slow it down. Yeah. You know, I can't, I can't believe, I, I, I can't believe I'm almost 30. I can't yeah. believe that. It's yep. so hard. I, I'm, I'll be 29, like I said, in December 31st. And it's, it's mind boggling to me that, 10 years ago or well yeah it's mind-boggling about 10 years ago i was starting college at 18 yeah, you know, it, it's, it's insane to me you know mm -hmm. I, I can't even fathom it <laughs> yeah yeah i know it does it goes quick man i tell my kids that all the time i'm like listen this you're in you're in a sweet spot enjoy it enjoy mm -hmm. it do your thing have fun don't try and you know wish the days away man because believe me sooner or later it's it, you're, you're going to be fighting the days and fighting the time and you're going to be so busy with life that you're not going to know what the heck just happened. You're going to blink an eye and be like, what? Yeah, Jake, I hear you. He's turning 30 in March, too. Can't believe it. I know. Time flies, brother. Time flies. Yeah, man. All right. Try to have fun yeah. as much as you guys can. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. So uh, NFL-wise, we do have a game tonight, Tone. Uh, Cowboys, Seahawks. 
Seahawks without Kenneth Walker, that's not good. Not good for Seattle. But Geno Smith is healthy with the elbow, uh, reportedly. So here's where the, the conference standings are. Dallas right now is the fifth seed at eight and three. But that can change. There's a lot that can change here um, in, in between, really between the five seed and the one seed. There's a lot that can change. Seattle's six and five. So they're in the playoffs right now, but they have the Vikings at six and six. They have Green Bay at five and six, the Rams at five and six, and New Orleans at five and six. So Seattle doesn't want to mess around too much. And, and I think this is going to be a very tough game in Dallas tonight. So I think they lose tone. And I yeah, think, I think gonna, so too. Yeah. Like I think they're six and six. I think they I think they are going to be six and six. And you've you've talked about this. Seattle's in real danger here uh of not making the postseason. I, I, I truly believe that. And I look what I'd love to see them win tonight, of course, but I don't think they will win tonight. Yeah, um, a lot of things will have to go their way for them for them to win tonight. Um, but I'm under firm belief that they're going to go on a five game uh losing streak. They've already lost two to the Rams and the 49ers. Um, I, I just don't I don't see I don't see a world where they can beat the Cowboys and the 49ers in respect of weeks on the road and then they had to then had to play Philly um at home. I just I, I I don't see it. So um I think they're gonna go on a five game losing streak and then they're gonna win out the rest of the year mm-hmm. and they're gonna pray to God they fall into the playoffs. So yeah. Um yeah man that's just you know that's just where I'm at with that. I, I just I just can't see it. I can't see it. I but again you. again if they if they do find a way to win this game. See the only way they win this game tonight they have to muck it up. They have to find a way to keep that game in the low twenties. If they can do that, they're in this game. Mm-hmm. But we'll see, man. How healthy is Geno Smith? Um, how effective can a running game be without Kenneth Walker? Uh, you know, can DK and Tyler Lockett and those guys can they step their game up? We you know we'll find out. Can they can their O line protect them? offense? That's yeah. a good thing for me. Yeah, can their O line protect them from Micah Parsons and those boys? Yeah, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it's it's, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be really yeah. tough, but um again. Anything's possible. We've seen Green Bay knock off Detroit. So we'll see, man. It's I'll a Thursday watch. night. Listen, man, I'll be yeah, watching. Yeah. I, I'm going to watch too. Yeah, it's I'm a Thursday night game. Anything can happen on Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the other, the big story NFL wise, which we mentioned a little bit earlier, just to revisit if you're just jumping in, uh, there's an arrest warrant issued in Dallas uh, for Bill's edge rusher, Von Miller, for, for allegedly assaulting a pregnant woman. Um, this was the, the warrant has been confirmed by Dallas police reported by WFAA in Dallas uh, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Police responded to a major disturbance call. Preliminary investigation shows that Miller and the woman got into a verbal argument and then he allegedly assaulted her and he left before police arrived. So that that's where it's at. Mm. Uh, you know, look, B- Buffalo's had their their share of, of just uh, it, it feels a like kind of a cursed year, frankly, uh, for Buffalo in a lot of ways. And, I, and I'm not in any way, shape or form. Um, you know, diminishing this, it's, it's, uh, it's a bad thing. It's a, it's a bad deal, but we'll find out. Look, it's a bad, it's a bad look. And the thing is that we have, none of us have no idea what happened. So we, so we can't sit here and play detective. All we can do is operate off of the information that we do have. And the fact of the matter is his name is connected to a domestic, to a domestic violence dispute, um, with, uh, with the, um, with the, with the pregnant young lady. So, um, that's not a good place to be. Um, no matter who you are, no matter what your status is in life, um, that's just not a good place to be with your name connected to something like that. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. we'll obviously wait and wait to see how things pan out. But, you know, again, if your name is even close or in the proximity of something like that, um, you're not in a good place. So. Nope. nope. All right. Uh, beyond that, um, a couple other things uh, NFL wise. 
of interest. Joe Flacco looks like he's going to be the starter for Cleveland this week. DTR is in the uh, concussion protocol. Um, man, and the, they, the, the Browns, man, they're they're grasping, and I respect it because where are they right now in the league? They're what seven and three or seven and four? What is it? What are they? They lost seven and four. They're seven yeah. and four. They so look, them. they're still in the hunt. They're Very still much. in the mix. Mm-hmm. So can they tread water? <laughs> I mean, can they? Yeah, and just let your defense eat. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Miles Garrett's going to play. It looks like so. That's huge. But yeah, they got to win too because Indianapolis, uh, Houston, Denver, all six and five. Bills six and six. Don't I mean? I don't know if you completely write them off either. So their yeah, main schedule. Winning. Yeah, their remaining schedule is not the hardest. You know, they got Rams, Jags, Bears, Texans, Jets, Bengals. They can't – if they can claw their way through that, can they beat the Rams? Yes. Uh, can they find a way to make the game ugly enough for the Jags? I think so, even though, I, I, even though I'm a Jags fan. I, I like the Jags. Um, but I think, I think Cleveland's defense can find a way to make that game ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, can they beat the Bears? Yes. Can they find a way to make it ugly for the Texans? I believe so. And again, this is all because of their defense. Um, the Jets, can they beat them? Yeah. Can they beat the Bengals? Yeah. You know, in my opinion, I see a guaranteed three wins on the schedule. Uh, actually, I see a guaranteed four. Things just get tricky with the Jags and the Texans. And can they go four and two in this final stretch? Uh, anything's possible, man. It's it's possible. But even if they go, okay, let's look, let's look at this way, right? They're seven and four. If they go three and three. They end the season 10 to 7. That should be good enough to make it to the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Should be. I think so. Yeah. We'll see. Because yeah, the Bills got already you. got six losses. Bengals got six losses. Broncos already got five. Texans got five. They go Keep 10 to 7. You know, Denver's red hot. So. They are. They are. They are. And I think they're I think they're going to get in. I've already said, um, we did this yesterday, right? Um, yeah. I said I had Denver and Texans getting in. Yes. Um, and the Steelers as well. So I've already, I've already written off the Browns, you know, in, in my prediction. But anything's possible. Uh, elsewhere, the uh, I give Bryce Young props for this. He is not uh, laying his or the Panthers' struggles at the feet of Frank Reich. He's not kicking a guy, you know, out the door while he's down. Uh, he's owning it. Uh, you know, they got. He said, "We got to be better. I got to be better." Uh, we haven't played well enough. Period. Let's not lay this all on Frank Wright. Good for him. Good for has him. Has it ever? No, it has happened a lot. That has happened. I was about to say, has it ever been a rookie? Um, you draft a rookie in the top five, and then you fire the head coach the same season. But that has happened. Um, yeah. I know, I just want to see what this looks like with different different pieces here. Well, yeah. At I, this I, point, we have no choice, right? You know, I, I don't like when the guy gets fired. All of a sudden, people come out the woodworks and start just spewing all yeah. these random stories and all that. I like how Bryce Young handled it. Yeah. Yep. Classy. All right. So uh, they made a lot of changes. Not only Frank Reich, they do Staley, uh, Josh McCown, every a lot of people out of there uh, in Carolina. So uh, <laughs> seventy-seven days since his surgery, eleven weeks. Um, Are we talking about Aaron Rodgers again? Um, all I'm going to say is this: he practiced, <laughs> and I'm moving on. I'm done. Well, I can't do uh, any more on him. He practiced, man. Oh man. I know. Sooner, I know. S- sooner or later, we're going to statue up. ready in New York. Yep. Uh huh. Um, Deontay Johnson. See how quickly I moved. Uh, Deontay Johnson has apologized for his poor effort against the Bengals. You pointed out, you know, one of the plays I think earlier in the week, Tone, and he's. This isn't the first game we've seen this from him. 
And I'm telling you, Mike Tomlin does not play with this kind of stuff. So uh, I guarantee you there was a, a come to Jesus with Deontay Johnson and, and or Tomlin and or the front office because, you know, he's 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 on real dangerous ground. I'm telling you. Right I now. have no doubt. They paid him a lot of money, man. They ain't paying yep. you just – see, this is what happens when guys get their money and they just think they're entitled or, or you know, or, or, or they move like they're untouchable. You play for the Pittsburgh Steelers, bro. You better, you better, you 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 better step your you better step your cookies up, like seriously, like like Mike Tomlin don't, don't play that kind of stuff. He ain't that kind of coach that's gonna let that slide. Yep. Like read the room. You've been with that you you were drafted by that organization. I think in the third or fourth round. Like yep. you understand you you understand what the expectations are. Like say what you want about the Steelers. That's a that's a, that's a one of the more respectable organizations in the NFL. I I will never have anything bad to say about the Pittsburgh Steelers ever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So again. Come correct, my dude. Do your job, play to the whistle, and go home. That's all you got to do, man. Do your job, catch the ball, play to the whistle. Effort, do the things effort, that effort. you can control, and effort you can control. Yeah. Bottom line. You're going to drop Simple balls, you're going to make mistakes, but effort you can control. So control what you can control. Exactly. Uh, this is interesting. So Dak Prescott is named the Offensive Player of the Month for the NFC. Deron Landry. Tough is- sledding is the defensive player of the month. Yeah. So he in November, Prescott, 1,298 yards, 13 touchdowns, 121.7 passer rating. Uh, and that's all well and good. It is. It's great. But what are you going to do in the playoffs? Sorry. That's it. That's it for him. That's it for him. That's it for him, for Mike McCarthy. Dallas's ranks are unbelievable. You know, Tone, they're first in points. They're fifth in yards. They're fifth in total plays per game. They're third in first downs, and they're they're second and third down uh, percentage. Like their numbers are through the roof. But Dallas is a classic case of okay. Let me see in crunch time what you're able to do. The fact of the matter is, I mean, I could I could I could care less what they've done this month. I mean, you lost to the Eagles to start the month. You beat the Giants, you beat the Panthers, you beat the Commanders. I mean, what what what, what are we talking about here? I mean, he could have the stats and all that, that's cool, you know what I mean? And he's having a he's having a great year from a statistical perspective. But when you really dig deep and really look at the, the teams that he's had these stellar games against, I mean, what are we talking about here? Like Jack Jack Prescott. See, where people love to move the move the goalposts when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys, right? And when it comes to Dak Prescott's career, we've never questioned his ability to put the numbers up. That's not that's not a question. We the Dak Prescott's had Dak Prescott has had years like this before the rookie year, the, the year after that. Like he's 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 had tremendous statistical seasons before. This is not the question we have about Dak Prescott. We're not questioning can he play. Uh, he doesn't. Imp- I'm sorry, I'm not impressed with what Dak Prescott is doing statistically. I'm not impressed. Mm-hmm. What has to happen in Dak Prescott's career, he has to get it done in the playoffs. Yeah. It's 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 really, really that simple. You know, Dak Prescott, he's been in the league since 2016. Right? Mm-hmm. He's a he's what a nine-year pro, something like that. And I'm tired of us giving guys credit at this point in their careers for doing the things we expect them to do. Again. 
he's an accurate quarterback. He had that one. He had that one season with the interceptions that was kind of an anomaly. That's not really in his nature. Um, but again, I'm not impressed by any stretch of the imagination about what Dak Prescott is doing. I'm just not. Yeah. When in the playoffs? When would it matters most? You know, they've been talking about you know he's in the MVP conversation and he should be in the conversation, the conversation at the very most. That's about it. But is he? A leader in the in the debates? No, he shouldn't be because he has no signature moments on the season, right? Has none. Yeah, you know what? You know, especially with with the stats being as close as they are this year, with everyone kind of being in the same room statistically, mm-hmm. you have to have moments to you know differentiate yourself. You know, uh, to to differentiate um, your play from the others. You have to have these signature moments. You have to have these 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 situations where people say, "Whoa, Dak, that was that was that was a game right there, game of the yeah. year type stuff." Hertz has already had about three or four of those moments this year. Right. You know, the Bills game, the Chiefs game. Um, uh, he had a good Cowboys game. He, he like Jalen Hurts has Jalen Hurts has more valuable pelts on the wall, has more valuable um animal heads on the wall compared to Dak Prescott. Yeah. Right. Jalen Hurts has beat Patrick Mahomes. He's beat Josh Allen. Um, he beat Dak Prescott already. Um, he's beat Tua. You know what I'm saying? Um yeah. And Dak, the best quarterback you've beaten has been maybe Justin Herbert in a crappy, a, a, a crappy Chargers team, or uh, after that, who who who, who, who are we giving it to? Yeah, who who, who? Yeah, potentially Seattle tonight? Potentially Seattle tonight. I mean, look, I'm not judging Dak Prescott. And they got beaten down by San Fran. Beaten Come down. on, man. Yeah. Like, like we got, we got, we got to stop doing this, and it's only because of the star. It's all it is. It's, it, it, it's, it's so freaking irritating. All right, so this is pretty cool though. C.J. Stroud uh, gets the AFC Offensive Player and Rookie of the Month. Uh, he gets both. So in That's November, awesome. yeah, completed sixty-eight point eight percent of his passes, threw for fourteen hundred yards, ten touchdowns, four picks, passer rating of one hundred nine point nine. Mm. Uh, set a single season rookie record in week nine. He threw for 470 yards and a win over the Bucks. So um, this guy's been unbelievable. I mean, he has just been awesome to, you know, it was, it, it's going to go down as one of the great, you know, the great moves ever where he ends up going. If, if, especially if Bryce Young continues to struggle, the fact that he went after him, it's amazing. Yeah. You know, the AFC South is going to have some rivalries. You know the Trevor Lawrence, CJ Stroud comparison is going to is, is, is going to start. Um, it already has. And then when Anthony Richardson gets on the field, can he find a way to um, you know, add some um, you know, add some luster back onto his shine? You know what I mean? Like, can he, you know, can he find a way to um make himself a legitimate um threat in his division? The AFC South is going to be one of the one of the divisions to watch. I'm telling you right now, man, that division is going to come up. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think it's coming up really, really fast, uh, as a matter of fact. So, uh, Khalil Mack gets the AFC Defensive Player of the Month. Uh, for what it's worth, Cairo Santos gets the NFC Special Teams Player of the Month. Will Lutz gets the AFC Special Teams Player of the Month. Deron Bland, who had five pick sixes for Dallas, gets the NFC Defensive Player of the Month. So, they're, uh, they're all the awards. He's probably going to win Defensive Player of the Year. He's got a chance. Yeah. It's either going to be him or Miles Garrett, probably. Yeah. Uh, looks like Tank Dell uh, has returned to practice for the Texans, and he will play. Uh, they're they're encouraged that he will play uh, this Sunday. He's been another really good rookie pickup by them. Uh, really, really smart. 
really smart GMing and good coaching. And it looks like Houston's got their act together uh, mm-hmm. after, after being kind of a mess for a while, but they look like they're in pretty good shape. now. Home run coach, home run GM, home <laughs> run quarterback. Yeah. The trifecta, man, the Holy yeah. Trinity. That's what you need in football these days. You, you need all three of those things working in concert and in Houston Texans. They, they got the Holy Trinity in football. They do. They do. All right. So the playoff picture in the AFC, Baltimore nine and three is the one seed. Kansas City's the two seed at eight and three. Jacksonville, speaking of the AFC South, is eight and three. They're the three seed. Miami is the four seed at eight and three. Pittsburgh is the five seed at seven and four, followed by Cleveland at seven and four, and then the Colts at six and five. So the Texans are right there peeking in. They hold the tiebreaker over Denver based on win percentage in conference. Uh, do the Texans if it comes down to those two teams. Uh, the Colts win the tiebreaker over Denver based on win percentage in conference. Division tiebreaker was originally used to eliminate Houston, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, you get you get the gist of it. So that's what we're looking at uh, in the AFC here. All so right. basically at this point, Denver is hoping for Cleveland and the Steelers to fall off. Correct. Because they don't own any tiebreakers really over Houston and Indianapolis. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> All right, let's do some uh, let's do some power rankings, my man. We're going to go one through five All right. in both the AFC and the NFC with our power rankings. This is this is the who who are the big boys here? Who do you have uh, that you think is going to is going to? And this know, is collective, right? NFL all together, all together. Yep. Okay. All right. Well, you want to go first? Go work your way five through one. Okay, let's do it. All right. So um, at number five, uh, I have I understand that the, I understand they're the number one seed. In the AFC, but I'm going to go with the Baltimore Ravens. Ooh, five. Um, okay. I have the Baltimore Ravens at five. Um, they, you know, they have some quality victories. You know, they, they they beat the Bengals, but I mean, Joe Burrow did get hurt, so we don't know how that game would have turned out. But nonetheless, they beat them. Um, they destroyed the Seahawks. They destroyed the Lions. Uh, you know, they beat the Texans earlier on before we knew what they were. Um, they beat the Chargers. So, like, like, look, you know. The Ravens, they're they are they are a great team, but when you lose Mark Andrews, you know I question, I question just how how dominant your pass attack can be. Um, also with Lamar Jackson, he's having a, a great season as well, but I still have my I still have my concerns about him in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, I have the Ravens um as my fifth spot in the top five NFL power rankings. And look, also by the way, all five of these teams that I'm going to mention have Super Bowl potential. All five of them. So, I mean, okay. we're splitting hairs here at this point. Okay. So, uh, I have Ravens at five. Um, I have the Cowboys at four. Um, as much as I can't stand the Dallas Cowboys, the fact of the matter is they're a team that you have to respect. And you have to account for the amount of talent they have on both sides of the ball. Their quarterback is playing very well, despite the lack of competition. Um, they're, taking advantage of, they're taking advantage of their opportunities, and they're smashing the teams that they should smash. Um, you know, that's, you know, that's a skill in and of itself, beating the teams you're supposed to beat. I respect that about them, but at the same time, it only goes but so far with me. Anytime they played a team with a winning record, they lost the game. They got smoked by 49ers and they lost to Philadelphia Eagles. So hmm. bottom line is when you got to go, bottom line is when you go up against these teams that you're going to, that you're going to potentially face in the playoffs, you got to find a way to beat those teams no matter what. I don't care what your stats say. You got to find a way to beat those teams because stats don't win games. Um, effort wins and losses. Um, that's what matters the most. So I got the Cowboys at four. Um, I have the Kansas City Chiefs at three. Now, um, their defense, in my opinion, is I think the Chiefs have arguably one of the most um, uh, one of the most electric defenses in the NFL. Um, 
obviously, I love the quarterback. I love the head coach. Uh, they obviously lost to Philadelphia Eagles in a tough one, um, but they bounced back against the Raiders, beating them 31-17. Um, they've also beat the Dolphins. Uh, they beat, uh, they also beat the Broncos, who's hot right now. They smoked the Chargers. Um, they beat the Jags early on in the season. So, again, when you had Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and you have that defense, I you know I, I can't help but to believe that you can that you can beat anybody yeah. um, on any given Sunday. Um, I still worry about their I still worry about their um you know their players at, at the skill position on offense. You know the receivers. I'm I'm still looking at those guys. You know kind of sideways. Um, but nonetheless. Um, but you still have Travis Kelsey, even though even he even if he's not at 100 percent, he's still a threat that you have to account for. So I got the Chiefs at number three uh, at number two. I have the I have the uh, San Francisco 49ers. The bottom line is, you know, they're, uh, they're, they're the second seed in the NFC with the and three record. Um, they're one of the most explosive teams, one of the most dominant teams. They're one of the most physical teams that can also play a finesse game as well. They can throw the ball down the field. Um uh, they can beat you at the line of scrimmage. Um, they force they force a lot of turnovers. Um, their quarterback is playing well, um, but when you have a three game losing streak to the Browns, Vikings, Bengals, um, that's definitely going to count against you. And in all three of those games, you were on you were only able to lust, you were only able to muster seventeen points um, when you were missing certain guys, Trent Williams, so on and so forth, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, whatever. So this team, if, if, if they're missing just one of those guys, if they're missing Trent Williams, they're not the same team. So we pretty much know what the Achilles heel is. Um, but again, I still believe they're one of the most dominant teams in the NFL when healthy. Um, and then at number one, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. The fact of the matter is the Philadelphia Eagles have the best record in football at 10 and one. And they have it by a two game stretch on everybody. That's the thing. It's not just one game. They have a two game lead on everybody in the NFL. Um, sure. They may not have any dominant victories. Um, um, they've only beaten um, two opponents by uh, two possessions. Um, or more um, in the Buccaneers and in the Rams. Other than that, every opponent that they've beaten, it's been by a single possession. But nonetheless, I, I love their ability um, to find ways to win. That's a that's an uncanny trait that you have to respect a team that no matter what the score what the scorecard is, you have to you, you have to play a full sixty minutes to get them. Um, Jalen Hurts, the the most clutch the most the most clutch quarterback in the NFL right now. I don't care what anyone says. I'm 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 willing to argue with anybody. Um, he has he has, in my opinion, some of the most spectacular signature moments at the quarterback position, um, beating the Chiefs at Arrowhead, um, beating the Cowboys in their first matchup and then uh, beating Josh Allen in the fashion that he did, um, putting a five total touchdowns in that game. Um, I just think the Philadelphia Eagles are a freight train. No matter if you think it's no matter if you think the freight train has um, its deficiencies, if you think um, if you think uh, the engine isn't as strong, making every or, stop. <laughs> you know, um, maybe, maybe you think the freight train has rust, whatever it is, that freight train is all reliable and you can't stop it no matter what you do. So um, I'm rolling with the Philadelphia Eagles as my number one um, okay. team in my top five NFL power ranking. So I have Eagles at one, Niners at two, Chiefs at three, um, Cowboys at four, Ravens at five. Good list. Good list. Uh, we have some similarities, but we don't at the bottom. So I'm going to start at five. I have the Cowboys at five. Uh, respect what they've done, respect them offensively, know the talent that's there, uh, have played really good football of late. Uh, no question. Next week's going to be nuts again. And with, with the Eagles Cowboys rematch, but, and I'm, I'm trying to do this as much on balance of, of what they've done this year versus the whole, you know, they don't, they don't come up big in the playoffs, but you know, I'm sorry. They, they played the Eagles head to head and lost. They've lost three games 
So how high can I ultimately have them? They're playing good right now, but I just don't trust them. I don't trust Dak in a big spot. I don't trust Mike McCarthy in a big spot. You know, we shall see about the Cowboys, but they're they're playing well this year, so I'll put them in my top five. I have the Chiefs at number four. Mm. Uh, I, I, I think that their offensive – we, we saw them start after a bad start last week. They got going offensively. This team's good defensively, but the offense hasn't been where it needs to be. I think some of the little tweaks and little moves that Andy Reid has made will start to pay dividends. I think you're going to see more out of Travis Kelsey as the season goes on. He's been a little bit slow starting. Mahomes is still Mahomes. Uh, and and knowing how good their defense is, they could move the, up this list very, very quickly uh, right now. And they're still the defending champs. Mm-hmm. Three is Baltimore. Three is Baltimore because of their defense, uh, and Lamar Jackson's had an excellent season for them. Uh, I like what they've done with the running game. I like Zay Flowers, the kid out of Boston College, who's been really good for them. Uh, I do worry about the tight end spot, and I don't know if they're going to take a run at Ertz or not, but um, this is a very talented team. It can beat you in an ugly game where they just defend and run the ball, and I think Harbaugh's a good coach. But I, I also think Lamar Jackson has been aided by not being in the same offense that he was in the first however many years of his career. I think being mm. in Todd Munkin's offense has opened it up a little bit more. It's a, it, it's a little more of a modern offense than what they were running uh, previously under Greg Roman. So I like what's going on there uh, with them. Uh, number two is the 49ers. The 49ers are, are a phenomenal team, but they're not as good defensively as people make them out to be, I don't think. Uh, they're a team that did lose three in a row, and you can't get over that. Um, but you look at Purdy, what he's doing, his numbers are spectacular. Christian McCaffrey is in a conversation with MV for the MVP. Nick Bose is a wrecking ball. Fred Warner's the best linebacker in football. They still have Trent Williams. There's a lot to like about this team. Um, and I think they're warranted at number two. And number one's the Eagles because the Eagles beat the 49ers last year. They have two less losses than the 49ers. They're the only team with one loss. There isn't even a team with two losses in the league. Uh, however they do it, and it's not luck, however they do it, they figure out ways to win. And you can't discount the fact that they have a killer, they have an assassin, they have a Kobe Bryant type at, at the quarterback position, which means it doesn't matter what the circumstance is. You're not out of games. And when you're in a tight situation, it means that that guy is going to deliver for you. So that's why I think the Eagles are number one. So I go Eagles, Niners, Ravens, Chiefs, Cowboys. So again, mm. like we have some similarities there for sure. Yeah, yeah. Our three through five is shuffled. Yes. Our three through five is shuffled. Um, I had the Chiefs higher than you have them. Yes. By by what spot? So okay. And listen, the bottom line is right, all these teams have Super Bowl potential. Um, but I think out of all these teams on his list, on both our lists, right? The team I trust the least. Um, you know, it's so fun. If I had to rank them as far as trust, let's let's do that real quick while we got time. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let, let, let's let let's debate them as far as trust, right? Yeah. Which team do you trust the least? Who are we putting in our five spot as far as trust? I have Who the Cowboys. Who do I at the trust bottom. the least of that group? Uh, I got Cowboys at the bottom. Cowboys, Ravens. Cowboys, Ravens. Okay, yeah. so you put so so Cowboys, the Ravens, so five, four. They're the they're the two I trust the least. Yeah, I I, I say that because I I the Cowboys' history in playoff games, and Lamar has to show me in a playoff game too. So I would put those two. Uh, so, so a cowboy, a Cowboys at the bottom of that for you. Cowboys bottom and Ravens and then Ravens. Oh, so so okay. So Cowboys, you trust at least then Ravens, and then, then I'd and, probably go 49ers at three. Eagles two, Chiefs one. I have to keep the Chiefs one. I, I respect it. That's exactly where I am as far yeah. as trust goes. 
Yeah. Because you can't, it's hard to bet against Mahomes and Andy Reid. It's hard. But but Jalen Hurts is definitely putting himself in that conversation where it's those hard to bet against them now. Right. If, if Jalen Hurts, fourth quarter, he's within a possession or two. It's you can, it's hard to just at this point in the season, he's showing you two games in a row, two weeks in a row. You cannot count him out against the, the, the stiffest of competitions, too. Yeah. So um, yeah, man. Um, I'm with you on that, right? Cowboys, I trust the least, then it's the Ravens. Um then Niners, then Eagles, then Chiefs, as far as trust. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, 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 and I think that's reasonable. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I, I know people say, oh, the Eagles beat the Chiefs head-to-head. They did, but if I'm looking at this thing, I, I have to go back to the Super Bowl where they beat them in the Super Bowl, however however it came about. So I'm going to leave them there as long as it's Andy and Mahomes. Until you dethrone them, I have to keep them there. So that, that's, okay. that's kind of where I'm at. Make All right, game. let's come back, and we'll do we'll mix in a couple other th- odds and ends, and then we'll do a little uh, – Little start, bench, and cut. Start, okay. bench, and cut for Tone. We will do that when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Tone to Shields, Rob Ellis. We are Sports Take. We'll be right back. I remember getting my heart broken when they lost the Super Bowl in 2004. We're big Eagles fans. We moved to South Philly because of the Eagles. When they won... We went straight to Broad Street, and uh, everybody was going nuts over there, and it was just a, a memory that you'll never forget. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, We've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. We're here to show you a better way to spend your state income taxes and get the money to where it's needed to move to the thousands of qualified kids. What we like about blocks is they really know where the need is. This program ensures that their dollars come 100% into these kids for their tuition assistance. If you are able, blocks makes the EITC piece go very quickly and very smoothly. Turn your PA state tax liability into need-based scholarships and receive a 90% tax credit. Underdog Fantasy has a way for you to play alongside your favorite football team all season long with their Fantasy Pick'em game. You pick between two to five players, select whether they'll go higher or lower on one of their stats, 
Then do what you usually do on a Sunday. Watch the games. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, and the sports betting show wants you to get involved. Go to underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up, use the promo code WIN, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code WIN. Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Google TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. For the big story on Action News. Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today. E-A-G-L-E-S. Eagles. All right, we roll into the final segment. Uh, Mike Garofalo of the NFL Network, uh, from not returning to the game against the Bills to not practicing yesterday and today, it's looking like an uphill battle for Fletcher Cox to play Sunday versus the 49ers. Um, guys who were out from practice today, Fletcher Cox groin, Zach Cunningham hamstring. Neither guy is practicing today. That is not good, my friends. That is not, not, not good. You're talking about a 49er team that's got Christian McCaffrey, that you got to get heat on the quarterback. Fletcher Cox does that. Um, that would be a big one. That would be a big one. So uh, we'll see. We'll keep posted. That's It's Thursday, and he still hasn't practiced. And we knew Cunningham. That was the case. But Fletcher Cox, that's a bummer. So that's the way it is. That's the way it yeah, is. Man, um, it. It's going to be tough. And I mean, you still got some dogs in the front. Jalen Carter, um, Jordan Davis, no pun intended. Um, Milton Williams should be coming back. Uh, you got Marlon Chupolo too, and Moro Jumbo. So you have depth there. Um, you know, again, man, this, this you know what's so interesting? This is what it's going to be actually going forward. And what I mean by that is there's going to be a point in time where Fletcher Cox is no longer here. Yep. There's going to be a point in time where he's no longer here. So we, so these guys, this, the Jordan Davis and Jalen Carter, they're going to have to be the ones, you know, you know, in the very near future. So Eagles fans, as much as it's terrible that Fletcher Cox isn't playing, Look at it as a preview. Yeah, you know these guys. These guys got to step up. You know they're they're our two most talented um, D tackles outside of Fletcher Cox. It's time for these guys to step up. It's just that simple, man. It sucks, but hey, Jalen Carter, Jordan Davis. Now it's time for you got to prove why y'all prove why y'all why you guys were drafted in the first round. Yeah, and that's the NFL. Uh, you know, NFL it, it, maybe happen. It's the way it is. All right, so a couple things. Uh, I thought this was interesting. Matt Rule, uh, former Temple coach, former Carolina Panther coach, now Nebraska coach said that basically to get a good quarterback in the transfer portal will cost schools in the neighborhood of $1 to $2 million just to land the guy in NIL dealings, which is, you know, truthful. But, uh, you know, not a lot of, at least as of now, a lot of college coaches or or, or schools willing to say those kind of things. I thought that was pretty interesting that, that Rule said that. $1 to $2 million just to land one of these big boys in, in the portal. Listen, the fact of the matter is the NCAA – has been making billions of dollars on the backs of these young guys, man. They couldn't even get a job while they were playing. That's the th- that's how that's how bad it was. They couldn't even get a job while they're playing, mm-hmm. so they can supplement their lives while they're in college. So I don't feel bad for these programs. I don't feel bad for these institutions. You want you, you want a player to come play for you? You better make sure that you better make sure the money right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm not mad at it not one bit. I'm not either. I'm not either. It's it's hey man, get every penny you can get, especially in that sport. 
Um, because not only, you know, you take a beating in the college game, just like you do in the professional game. So good for them. Yeah. And a lot of these guys real quick, a lot of these guys may not make it to the NFL, no matter how good they were in college. Correct. We know how that goes. So mm-hmm. listen, get your money, man, you know, um, set yourself up in a, in a way where you can, and a lot of these guys, because they're on scholarship, they're never going to have no student loans. So, so set yourself up in a way where you can, you know, um, position yourself, um, to follow whatever career path you want. You have that, you have that stability. You could probably, um, you know, get your family out of, you know, out of a tough situation. Listen, more power to these young guys, man, for, you know, for taking the um, power, uh, for taking the ownership and power into their own hands, man, more power to them. All right. So, uh, Deion Sanders is the sports illustrated sports person of the year. Now this is Look, anything Dion does, there's there controversy follows, but um, they don't, people, like, don't, people don't like him. That's all it is. Yeah, and and people view it. They say he's, he was four and eight. Um, you know, you, you look at what they were, how they closed out the season. You know, blah blah blah, and everybody's going crazy over that. I think what they're failing to realize, yes, the, the record is not good, obviously, but he took over a team that had one win or no wins. I'm trying to remember what it was. Something like that. They were like one, one win. I like they they were getting smoked in every game. Smoked rejuvenated that university from a from a football standpoint and put them back on the map and really changed a lot of things um for them going forward now the true test for him is going to be okay now you're starting to put all of your people in place you know the people that you recruited out of high school the people that you're attracting in the transfer portal and and all those kind of things mm-hmm. the the next few years and I and, and you take Dion at his word he's going to stay there the next few years is where you really judge him, in my opinion. Like last year was just a a weeding out process more than anything else exactly. uh, for that team. This is when yeah they were one and eleven. Thank you, uh, pretty mean. Uh, that that's where you had. This is where you start finding out. You know, can how much how well does he coach? How well does he run an organization? You know, all those kind of things in the next couple of years. Plain and simple, it's too early to make any kind of rash judgments yet because they finished poorly. I mean, they ultimately. They didn't have enough talent on the lines. And when you don't have line of scrimmage talent, it's going to catch up to you, even if you have great skill position players. Yeah, the fact of the matter is, you know, people are mad. It's called the person of the year, right? Not the player or not the coach or whatever. It's not It's not, It's not. not strictly about his like the numbers and the wins. It's like the impact that he had where he was. Like, like Deion De- De- Sanders had not just an impact on the field. He had a cultural impact. He shifted the narrative in sports. You know, yeah. he, you know, what, what? What what uh, Colorado provided to the college football landscape is was insane. The amount of people, the amount of eyes he had at Colorado. He had the Rock there. He had um, so many different power profile people. Michael Irvin was there. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure you can name some guys that were there as well. It was just he had so many high profile people paying attention to that school. Um, so many, uh, so many eyes in that school when they were just in the dirt. No one cared a lick about the Colorado Buffaloes. Not, not in the slightest. He goes there and turns them into this, into this magnet, yeah. right? So, yeah. the bottom line, and let's be honest about this: for this entire year, or for this entire sports cycle, however you want to call it, Deion Sanders has been the most, you know, for better or for worse, he's been the most polarizing persona in sports. Deion Sanders has been the most the gravity surrounding Deion Sanders' name over the past year or so has been immeasurable. Yeah. He's been the arguably the biggest name, the hottest name in sports. And they're surprised he won the person of the year by ESPN. I'm mm-hmm. not surprised at all. No. Who else would you have given it to? Who else? 
Um, because I can't think of anybody who had who whose name was in every headline. Who really think about it? Was there was there a week where we didn't discuss Deion Sanders this whole year? No, no, no. I mean, I, I'd have to look. You know, teams that won it. You know, I don't know Mahomes, Joker. Uh, Lionel Messi. I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, it's a good question. I don't know. I, I have, I'd have to really sit down and give that a lot of thought uh, about who would be the sport because the sportsman isn't necessarily about just success. Exactly. It's about cultural impact. Yeah, it's it about, encompasses a lot of different things. Yeah, it's yeah. about it's about everything your name mm-hmm. and your likeness provided to the world of sports. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. He he he. Deion Sanders had guys in the World Series and the Phillies rocking his gear and promoting him. To, he was being talked about in every sport outside of football. Yeah. Like, yeah come no on, question. man. People, people just got to stop hating and, and, and just look, man. Hate it or love it. You got to respect it. Yeah. You got to respect what he's been doing. I hear you. All right, let's go. Uh, let's go. Start bench cut. Start bench. Cut. All right, here we go. The torture session. I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna. I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna cross streams with all, uh, excluding the Flyers, with the Philly Sixers and Eagles. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna cross uh, the 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 the, uh, the the sports. We're gonna cross sports here. All right, first one. Start bench cut. Okay, Jalen Hurts. Bryce Harper, Joel Embiid. Hertz, Harper, Embiid. <laughs> Start bench cut. <laughs> Woo! Oh, yeah. Okay, you're funny. Funny money. <laughs> All right. So, um, start bench cut. Hertz, yeah. Harper, Embiid. Yeah. Um, I'm starting Hertz every day of the week, even on Sunday. Okay. Um, I'm benching Harper, and I'm cutting Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Because he didn't, he didn't come up big in a big spot. My thing, yeah, yeah. The other two guys like, are clutch, and Joel has not been. It's it, it's it, it's really that simple. Whenever you've needed Joel Embiid to really be the guy for you in the big, whenever you've needed the big guy to come up big in the big moment, mm-hmm. he's been small. Yep. All those other guys, Harper, Hertz, yeah, they have unequivocally taken this city by a stranglehold, and yep. they refuse to let go. This like like. The air that I put it to you this way, right? Mm-hmm. If Jalen Hurts walking to a walking to a room, Bryce Harper walking to the room, and Jalen B walking to the room, hundred people in the room, yeah. I bet any amount of money, sixty to seventy percent of those people are gravitating towards Hurts and Harper, and B will probably get like you know the you know the remains. Yeah, I believe I, that I, firmly. I couldn't agree with this more. Uh, it, it is Hertz, it is Harper, and then yeah. it's Joel. And until and, Joel, and also at yeah. times, Joel and B likes to pretend like he's just here to do a job. I've never felt like Joel and B has fully embraced the city. Me personally, yeah, I never felt like that. I, Har- Har- Hertz, yes, Harper, yes, and B. I feel like he's just here sometimes. Fair enough. All right, let's go. Uh, AJ Brown. Zach Wheeler, Tyrese Maxey. AJ, <laughs> Wheeler, Maxey. Who are you starting? Who are you benching? Who are you cutting? Mm. Yes. I know who I'm cutting. I'm cutting Wheeler. Okay. But um, I'm starting AJ and I'm benching Maxey. 
I love Maxi though. I love Maxi to death. I love everything about his personality. But AJ, man, that dude is a stick of dynamite. Like he just <laughs> he just goes like that's C four right there. You know what I mean? Uh, that's napalm. He, yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah. Just, he just he just gets it going. But yeah, yeah AJ Brown starting. Um, I'm benching Maxi. Um, Maxi still has a lot to prove in the city. Um, and then um, I'm 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 a, I'm cutting Wheeler. I know you you hate to to not start Maxi because it's almost like. It's just bad vibes. The guy is just a, he's like a, a, a glow stick of just, joy. Yeah. but, <laughs> but you, <laughs> he's a glow stick. I like but, that, but I have to go AJ Brown. I mean, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, it's AJ Brown. It's Maxi, and it's Wheeler. And I hate doing that to Wheeler, but I, yeah. I, Cause, cause Wheeler is a lunch pill guy comes in, does the job. He's reliable. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. you know, but sorry, he only man. pitches once every fifth day. So once I got every go fifth day. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Start bench cut. Devante. Trey Turner. Tobias Harris. Devontae, Trey, Tobias. Start bench cut. I'm starting Devontae Smith. I'm benching Trey Turner and I'm cutting Tobias Harris. That's where I'm at with that. I yeah. know Trey, I know Trey had a slow start in the city, but once he got on, he was on. Yeah. And um there's a you know, ceiling with Tobias that the other there's two a guys ceiling with Tobias. Through. You when, know what when I mean? Trey Turner's on, he destroys it. When Devontae's on, he destroys and, and Tobias can only take it so far. There's a there's a gear that he can't get to. Yeah, Tobias is like it's like you know, it's like um you know, it's it's just like you said, it, it can only it can only impress you but so much. Yes. You know what I mean? Whereas yes. Trey and Devontae, I feel like they're kind of, I feel like they're always finding new ways, like just you know, just you know, shock me. So yeah, starting Devontae, benching Trey, um cutting Tobias Harris, unfortunately. Okay. All right. Uh, Sirianni, Thompson, Nurse. Sirianni, Thompson, Nurse. I'm starting Sirianni. I'm benching Thompson, and I'm cutting Nurse. Nurse, he's been here for such a short amount of time. Um, he hasn't really earned much with me yet. Um, it's he. It, it's great that he's here, and I think he's and I think he's going to be an improvement. I think he has been an improvement from um Doc Rivers. But um, Rob Thompson and Sirianni, they've given me much more to bite me, much, much more to sink my teeth into. Um, Sirianni, um, every year he's been here, he's been in the playoffs. Every year it's been a progression. Um, I'm expecting a Super Bowl win this year um, to Rob Thompson. Um, he takes he takes over for Girardi, gets the team to the World Series. Um, they lose in game seven. I'm sorry, game six. They lose in game six. Um, they go to game seven in the NLCS. She should have won it, but it happened the way it happened. Um, I'm, I, I gotta, I gotta roll with the guys with the, with the proven track records in the city. So I'm going Sirianni starting, um, okay. benching to Rob Thompson and I'm cutting the nurse. All right. I'm, I'm going to now hit you with some, uh, yesteryear Eagles based on the fact that Deshaun Jackson is retiring as an Eagle and it's oh, yeah, not yeah, yeah. happen on Sunday. All right, let's do it. D shady Vic. DJ, Shady, Vic, start, bench, cut. Yes. Nobody said this is. Nobody said this was going to be easy. Tone. Come on, man. This is the hardest one you've given me. Actually, yes, I, I, I I wasn't. I know. I'm building, man. I'm. Oh, you were. Oh, you were lulling me to sleep. Thought I was coming at you right out of the shoot, man. Okay, okay, I see. Okay. Live chat, y'all see, y'all see me. I got one more for you. So, so let's get to this one. Okay. All right. right, So stop stalling. I know what you're doing. DJ Shady, DJ uh, Shady, Vic. DJ Shady, Vic. Yes. Uh, 
This one is hard, man. This is certifiably hard. <sighs> yes. Yes! I think I have him here. Unbelievable. I am... Tone is hedging. You're right, Chuck. He's hedging. I, I see it. I'm going to... Uh... I'm going to I'm going to start shady. I'm going to start shady. I'm I'm going to start shady. I'm going to bench Vic and cut Djax. Whoa. See, I would have gone shady Djax Vic just in terms of eagle contributions. That's that's a tough call. It's a tough call. You got the you definitely got start right for 100%. Let me start right. Starting shady Yeah, I go shady Djax Vic. That, that's how I go. That's how I roll on that one. Uh, it's tough, though. I mean, admittedly, that's a tough one. All right, I think I might flip that now. All right, I, I mean, think I'm gonna flip tough, that. I, that yeah. one is legitimately. I'm, I think I'm gonna flip that. Yeah, right. I'm start. I'm starting shady, um, benching Djax, cutting Vic. All right, that's a brutal. I, one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Eagles fans. I, I, I had to think. I, it didn't sound right coming out. Honestly, it is hard um, when you're doing these on the fly. All right, we, I want to get Vic, this one in before we get out of here. All right, last all right, let's one. do it. Start bench cut. Michael Jackson, Prince, Elvis. <laughs> I'm starting Michael Jackson. I'm uh, I, I, I'm starting Michael Jackson. I'm benching Prince, Prince, and I'm cutting Elvis. Prince on the bench. Prince Ouch. on the bench, man. I'm I, 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 I'm a Mike Jack dude. All right. You know what All I'm right. saying? She's out of my life. <laughs> oh it's great oh man Uh, all right that's it we're out of time uh that was good good. no that was good that was that was good yes i'll be honest with you You, um you're you're a dirty dog that was i got you all right so uh thanks everybody in the chat great great responses from you guys thanks to everybody for streaming and listening please if you can anything you can do to help that's pinned in the chat you can link up to to the Derek gun and trish gun um GoFundMe page. It's also on Derek's Facebook account. You can go there as well. Uh, anything you do is is appreciated. Uh, trust us. It, it is it is much appreciated. But uh, coming up, we have the National Football Show with Dan Cilio. Tone will be in uh, for that as well. So uh, please, anything you do, guys, great. We're back same time tomorrow. Looking forward to it. And we will we'll take you right to the finish line here, man, for this game with the Eagles and the 49ers. So it's going to be a blast. Tone, great job, man, as always. And I will see you tomorrow, my friend. Everybody have a great rest of your Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, guys.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.